Hello, hello, hello. We are back. What's up, everybody? Is my mic on? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Sweet. Sound good. I sound good. Yeah. I always sound good. Guys, we're back. We it's a watch back. along. It's a big one today. It's United. It's Chelsea. Uh, Andrew, how do you feel about this? I am very nervous. Yeah. Um, I mean, we've been... We're off a win a midweek. I know we're off a draw midweek, and we won at Newcastle, but the performance was pretty lacking. Um, and defensively, I'm always scared just because of those two partnership of Maguire and Lindelof. Just it scares me, dude. Like it really does. Like yeah. we, we have we have Bay on the bench, and we're just not playing him. And he goes with all reliable today. <laughs> all reliable being Lindelof Maguire. It, exactly. it really is crazy how that's the default. Like there's always the experiment games. Like who is the center back pairing against? Sociedad in midweek. Uh, Maguire and... No, Lindelof... No, Bai and... I think Maguire. Uh, Tuin Zabi was playing defensive mid. And clean sheet. And a clean... It was a clean... It was nil-nil, yeah. But again, here we are. Oh, and McTominay's back. McTominay's that, back. Uh, now that we see... He's he's back in the lineup. I'm, I'm happy to see him in the lineup just because... Um, I mean, going forward, he's been offering us a lot. So, in the, especially in the past, well, like... And and our, on our win streak, he's been a big player. We're obviously off the win streak, but um, going forward, he offers a lot. I thought he was hurt. See, because he might have been. Because so we have just uh, and check out our Instagram. We just put out our combined elevens. I feel like when I looked yesterday, he was hurt. He was one of the players not available. Was he always? Was he always available? Uh, I just didn't pick him. No, I just I, I you pref- just didn't pick him. Yeah, I prefer. Um, See, I'm, I probably I prefer, would have slotted him in there for Conte in my eleven if I had known. I, I truly was under the impression he wasn't playing today. So, so I, for, I didn't. For mine, I. But he totally would have gone in for for Conte for me, 100. percent Well, for me, I. So, I like Kovacic a lot. Um, me too. I think he. I think him and Matic they would work well with each other because Matic is more defensive. Kovacic more of a, a box to box. So and then Bruno obviously going forward always. So that I just think the balance in the midfield. If we were to play a, a different side with a lot of quality, I think that's just compensates for they compensate well with each other. Um, that's where I, that's how I base my like lineups usually with the back line by and Rudiger. Obviously, like you guys are questioning Rudiger, but I'm fucking sick of just watching McGuire in a lineup that I <laughs> of my team. So and I just I I've, I know Rudiger is shaky, but I just think McGuire like. I think Rudiger has more pace than Maguire, and I think, I think think with I think with Bai he'd be all right, and I just think he's better than Maguire as of late. I mean they they beat, um, I think they were the partnership that beat Atletico Madrid. It was Rudiger and Christensen. Yeah, I think you're right. So I mean, for for me, what what I've been what I've been noticing a lot with United is is they're they're playing out the back, how they still insist on doing that, and yet it's so shaky every single week. It's almost led to so many goals. It just it's not it's not a confident way to start the build up play and when you're a counter team like United, I feel like that's really important and that's just something that for some reason they put a lot of reliance on Maguire to like clear the ball and find a guy and he's just not that type of player. Never I, has been. I just think Ole trusts him and I mean when Maguire's on his day, like he, he is a good defender, but it's too much of him not like like you, like we were listening to Roy Keane talk with um, Jamie Redknapp. Like when a team's on their day, like, on their day is a good team. But like any team like that. But mm-hmm. the same with Maguire. Like he he was obviously bought for eighty million for a reason. He because he proved himself at Leicester and the market was um, low in um, numbers number of center backs. So they raised the price on him and we obviously acquired him for that much money. Probably a lot of pressure, a lot of 
a big price tag, and then he just hasn't lived up to it. He's not an eighty million dollar defender. He's a, at best a forty million dollar no, defender. No, the price tag definitely changes players. Uh, you know, it's it's like an inevitable thing that you players will always get better for two or three seasons and get ready to make a big jump move like that. Yeah, and I just I think in more often than not. Once that price tag gets slapped on them, once they arrive and everything and they got the jersey on, it just, they really change as a player. It takes a lot of the joy out of it. I feel like Leicester especially is a club that really takes care of its own, that the players love the culture. They love being there. I don't feel like it's ever an easy decision to leave Leicester. I think, you know, obviously Man United's an opportunity you only get once in your career and you have to take it when you do, but you know, it just I think players like Madison who stick around a little bit longer, you can kind of see they're still coming into form really well. Yeah. Not so much today. They didn't look great, but I mean they're in second right now, you know. They're Yeah, I know what you mean. Lester, I mean, you could see when Chilwell left, it was tough and like the bromance he had with Madison, like you could tell it was such a it's like a part of their family leaving. They're such a close knit club and they treat everybody like they're related, they're blood related, and it's it's good to see. But speaking, speaking of Chilwell, Chilwell gets a start today. I know, I saw that in the midfield, technically. And he he won the I mean he won my left back. He lost my left back position for the combined eleven. I like I Shaw. I, would, I, I, I was I was so sure he I, was literally the first person I put in my combined eleven. I think I'm just you, like just saying I still rate him so. No, highly. so do I. I. I think if you look at Shaw, if you look at Shaw right now, he's the better left back in in form. He's the better left back right now. But if you're looking at like. It'd be a really hard decision if you look at their best ever. Like Chilwell is such a highly touted left back, and it's he just had a difficult time settling into Chelsea, especially because Frank left and Tuchel favoring Alonso. But obviously, he seems to be giving players a lot of opportunities. Like he's rotating so many players every game. So, um, but I, I just think Shaw for me is right now the better center back out of the two. I'm just gonna tweet the game real quick before we get started. I mean, these four United defenders. I mean, we mentioned Maguire Lindelof being the the sure and steady. I know your your wingbacks are a lot; they're more regulars in the lineup, Shaw and Juan Bissaka. Um, but I feel like when you talk about the United's steadiest back line, regardless of whether or not it's what you would, it's who you would put out there, it is definitely these four. You know, I, I yeah, with Shaw and Bissaka, they're definitely very established wingbacks, established parts of this team. I mean, Shaw was getting shouts for like. One of the being one of the better left backs of the season so far, like in the whole Premier League, he's really, really I mean, showed up. I think he's definitely. I mean, if you look at United or second, you can't not favor you. You can't not favor him as one of the best right now in the league. But the question is whether he's able to do it, go on, push on from this season, and do it in the next, and then the next after that. Because I mean, we have Tellez on the bench. We have. I'm sure they're going to look in the market. Teams always look in the market for players, mm-hmm. especially if like. Shaw has injury problems, so I just want him to continue the form and kind of just keep craft and putting his head down and being that solid left back that we we've always thought he could be because he got it when he broke his leg his first his first season it was right. his second season it was like heartbreaking and ever since then he's had a lot of ups and downs but I'm happy to see him getting back in form and just keep, just keep going from there. This have you seen this Barclays commercial yet? No, I haven't. Oh man, it's beautiful. It's it's. Well, so first of all, before Barclays was really playing the shit out of that uh, Wayne Rooney commercial, where it's like Barclays, we've been around for years. Ever since Wayne Rooney was a sixteen-year-old <laughs> scoring, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they so they finally made a new Barclays commercial to play, uh, and it's basically about how it, it shows different Americans getting up across the country really early. 
And the whole message is like, well, most people are enjoying their dreams. We wake up early to see ours happen live. And it's just like a bunch of people looking at like a TV screen at like 4 a.m. watching their <laughs> team play. And it's like the yeah. most touching thing. Like yeah. it made me so emotional the first time I saw it. I was like, one, finally, it's a different fucking Barclays commercial. But yeah, two, yeah. Like, wow, that's actually extremely well done. Like, that is awesome. That is cool to see. Very cool. And I always say the pe- people always say too, like, it's crazy that you get up at 7 a.m. to watch your team play some weekends. I'm like, we have it lucky here. Yeah, I know. I mean, in Massachusetts, I, like, if you like, there was a kid who tempt at where, where I work, um, and he would say he, he his college friends are from Michigan. Yeah, which I think is like two hours behind us. Yeah, it so is. he's like, you're mm-hmm. literally getting up at like 4:35 a.m. for a kickoff. That is brutal. To, like, it makes seven sound super easy. I woke up this morning at 7:30 and I was like, I could have kept you're sleeping. Like, what is but life? I'm an early person, so I, I could have kept sleeping just because it's the weekend. But yeah, I woke up and I was like, oh shit, the Leicester Arsenal games are right now, and it's like I always think about that. Like I think about different parts of the country I'd like to live in. Like I love Chicago. Like I'm, I'm, my buddy lives in Chicago. I'm in love with Chicago. I would cool love city. to live there. It's someday. cheap to live there. I think, yeah, I think probably on the come up a little bit. Yeah, given as of late, but I would. I mean, that's like a dream city. It's fucking huge. It's a little bit big for my liking. Like, yeah, it's, it's so big. vast. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, that's something I take into account. Like, if I move to Chicago, that's I think an, either one hours or two, I think it's one hour behind us. But even then, like. It's it's an early wake. It's an earlier, still an earlier wake up than you do now. And yeah. those games are up at the, the earliest they are is seven thirty for us. I think seven seven thirty. Seven a.m. I think some games. It's there was, weird, an, like, there was an FA Cup game that I got up for once in high school. It was like Chelsea. I think it was Chelsea Bradford, and it was at like six a.m. My brother and I woke up for it. Yeah, just because we wanted to. Like I woke up. Or I'm an early rise. I've been an early rise since high school. But I just well, I was awake and I was like, let's watch the game. Yeah, it was like so early. It's just it's wild how it's it's make or break. Like like Spurs really can ruin my whole fucking weekend or like make my whole weekend. <laughs> We're off. Like you get up at yeah we are we have kicked off here. We're 13 seconds in. If when you get up at seven and see your team win, whole weekend is like, oh, dude. Yeah, like the rest of the mornings, like, I could get uh, struck by lightning and I'm fine. Yeah. Then you have a good breakfast. You see him. You yeah. see like a Jose Mourinho lose two to one. And you're like, dude, I, I'm, I wish it was Monday. I wish I was at work right now. Especially because like if it's an early game and then you have to watch the rest of the teams like <laughs> either do really well or obviously do just as yeah just as much as your team was doing. But most of the time, it's the rest of the teams winning. Uh, yeah, here we are, forty seconds in. Chelsea with the ball. Elsewhere around uh, the league this weekend, Barcelona beat Leicester <laughs> three to one. I think was the final Arcelona, score. Barcelona, right? I love that. That's they looked unbelievable, nickname. dude. They looked really good. Smith Rowe goes comes off early with an injury, which is and and Leicester scored again. Arsenal got scored on again, like inside five minutes, but rebounded extremely well. Um, There's oh. already a little drama going on here. It looked like there was a. a what are you drinking? Or what are you oh, not thank drinking? You. Yeah, I got. I'm gonna crack this. I'm just finishing on my coffee. Uh, went to Wegmans yesterday. Uh, Wegmans known for its beer selection, um, <laughs> apart from being a wonderful grocery store. But they had on sale Christmas morning from Hardywood Brewing. Um, but this is a pretty renowned beer, and it's a good morning beer. It's a gingerbread stout. Pour slowly into a stem glass, which I'm about to do. Um, that, that, really I, I love that it. stem glass. It's a really nice one. This is a sweet-ass can, too. That looks sick, and it's also pretty strong. I, folks, you know, it's I 10 short drink. months until Christmas. Like Tristan has been... So we've been... Uh, obviously, when we're not live, we're living our normal lives. But when we talk about things we want to plan for, Tr- Tristan's already planning for next year for Christmas. The Christmas episode is going to be my masterpiece. Oh. Uh, but yeah, I can't drink still. Um, still yeah, antibiotics. Um, and it kind of, it's kind of shitty. How's your throat, dude? Recovering? 
I am like fine. I go to the gym and I'm back in the gym and back to like live I'm my fine. life. I'm fine. I'm fucking throwing weights like it's nothing. Yeah. Are you kidding me? I'm back. I'm back where I belong. Uh, but no, I, yeah, I feel good and I just can't drink. Good, you know, it's just part of the whole. Sometimes part, of the, part it's, of the whole thing. It's nice to cut back on things like that, and it's harder to do it when you don't have a legitimate reason. Yeah. Like if you're just thinking out of the blue, oh, I'm going to try to not drink for a week. It's really hard. Not even to just have one beer, you know, on like a, after a long day. Yeah. Especially at the Hollers podcast because we love craft beer. We do love it's craft a muse. beer. Um, but yeah, I mean, when you have an actual reason when you're on antibiotics and it's medical and you don't have a choice, it's like, well, it's just kind of nice because, you know, even yeah, I want to, but what's keeping me is, you know, it's going to be, it's three weeks. It's going to be three weeks worth of, uh, no drinking by the time it's Friday, so it's kind of a That's long a time. Long time, but I'll be all right. I mean, I, I don't remember the last time I did through. that. Here we are. Uh, Plum is already. Don't worry, Andrew. Plum, welcome. Plum, welcome. Your team caught the absolute music this morning. Yeah, they did. And Arsenal was ahead of Spurs for the first time all season for like for a few moments, but still. Spurs getting the four nothing win this morning. Gareth Bale, absolute masterclass. That's really good to see his form continue. Um, the world owes Gareth Bale and Pep Guardiola mean, apologies. If, he, if yeah, <laughs> if he, if Gareth Bale continues his form through the rest of the season, I think it um, would be huge for just his like just for the haters and just for like, I mean, I hated on him. I didn't hate on him. I just was like, I didn't hate him actually at all. I think I just wanted him to play more or like, I wish I'd seen more. But for him, I I just hope he does well for the rest of the season. Just being able to, you have, there's so much time left. For him to make a difference in this team, and I mean, I don't know if they'll sign him on fully, but I mean, he looked fucking so good with Kane and Son today. That's what and everyone's been hoping for. All of, and all of the fans were like, yeah. "Dude, since we signed him, I've been wanting to see him out there with those two. Yeah, and, yeah. And it hasn't really happened till now. And that's been a fitness thing. I definitely think his fitness was way down when he first got here, especially as opposed yeah. to everybody else who <laughs> he was fighting for spots for. Spurs have a lot of pacey wingers who can run the whole game. Yeah, so. He was never, uh, you know, going to be the favorite, like we've said. But um, he's coming to form, and he looks like a hungry, different player now. And it's been incredible to see. That's Dan promising. James gets to start today. Yeah. Not to jump too quickly, but how do you feel about that? I was actually going to bring that up. I'm really hoping he. I'm really hoping turns he, up. He turns up. He's a. He's his. I don't think his football IQ is that high, but him going forward on the counter, like just the pace and running in behind, is what we'll need. And especially in the later stages, he's a he's a. I'm pretty sure he broke like the fitness. He was always been the most fit player in the squad. So yeah, that I could see. I so mean, just in terms of like, if he just could get a better, like you said, a better awareness of what's going on around him, he's so quick and such a pacey player going up the line, making separation off a defender. Exactly. He could really become a huge problem. Exactly, and I think his fitness is going to be huge because as the do game. Do you think Ollie's good about that in practice, like teaching those sorts of things? Do you think Dan James has developed a lot under Ollie? Since since they were, he was signed, I I mean I think I think Ole has well, some of the best football IQ. I just think that it's always like relaying it is the hard part about being a manager, being a coach. That's the biggest thing. Um, and yeah, I think he's helped a lot of our forwards. He's helped Rashford positionally. Um, so I think I think it makes a difference. I think he makes a difference. And I just hope I just think today as the game wears on. James will have that fitness to keep running in behind as Chilwell tires out, as Rudiger tires out, these players tire out. And we have Rudiger going forward already. Um, he's Yeah, Rudiger's not the guy you want running point guard third. up so the th- field. Th- this is why I picked him in my uh, combined 11. <laughs> yeah, he's doing it all. <laughs> uh, we got Davis on. How we doing, guys? Ook. Ook. Mm. 
We already got bodies on the deck. God, that's good to see Chilwell out there. Tushel was saying, trust me, trust me. You'll get the lineup. Don't worry. Trust me, trust me. I'm like, dude, I don't know about this guy. Tushel's got like some Mourinho about him. You know what I mean? Oh, he. I think he has. You know what I mean? I think he's nicer. Like, he's definitely like, he has like, Mourinho's a little bit more like cold, like over, like, all the time, yeah. But Tuchel has that coldness, but he doesn't like. Tuchel it's not always. It's not always him. happening. Yeah, he, yeah. He, Tuchel has like. It, he's honestly like if you touch his head, kind of guy like Dyer. Like he'll he, fucking. You hear freak. how delightful Tuchel sounds in like pre-match interviews, and he's like pretty articulate. Yeah, pretty lively. He's got a very lively face, a great personality. Like he's likable in those in those instances. But he's also somebody like Mourinho, who every single player knows exactly where they stand with him. Exactly, every player knows their role. He's never going to sugarcoat anything. He's going to tell you exactly what he needs from you. He's made he's subbed on subs. You know, like he's not afraid to do that if if something's not working. Yeah, and he's also somebody who's has a pretty volatile history with ownership. Um some similar things could be said about Jose. So yeah, definitely there. Uh, he kind of reminds me of Jose. Like he has some of his worst traits, but he also has the, has traits that Jose doesn't have in terms of like being able to really be likable in any fucking sense. I, I think that's like a really important when you are a manager. When I was a player, I always wanted a coach that was like, could be strict, but also could be like a, like could be friendly when like, they're not always like, like hard nosed every day um, at all times. But it's good to have that balance, and I think Tuchel has it, and it's working with this Chelsea team. I mean, they're playing really well. They're in form, and they haven't lost a game yet, so hopefully United can do it today. Well, look at that touch from Rashi. Go on. Hasn't lo- haven't lost a game yet, but they- there's a couple results that he definitely would want back that I think... The Southampton one, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. They only but got I- their goal off a of PK, so... I- we do. I yeah. think we forget that, that even not in form, Southampton are still a very improved club. So, I mean, I definitely understand it, but... I mean, yeah, that was the game that we kind of saw him lose his shit a little bit, too. Yeah, yeah. 100%. He looked really frustrated. I think that was the game he subbed off Hudson Adoy, who was on the field today. Mm-hmm. Was he in your combined? Yeah, he was my combined. Cavani was fit. Shove. I was considering Cavani if he was fit, but Giroud is in form for. Tommy the absolute goon. I was thinking of, like, I was going to put Rashford up top. I was going to put. Um, Hudson Adoy in the wing, and then and then probably Jalen had Werner and no Pol- Giroud. Polisic on the wing kind of blew my mind. Yeah, yeah, that was crazy. He also had, didn't form it. He had five. five Jalen does sometimes have out of left field picks, but he had, does have the records in uh, and in wins our, in our yeah. scores each yeah. week. Which I, I haven't tallied yet. I'm actually pretty excited to see how we all did. I haven't I, looked at all. I literally I was so mad because the. The Leicester game was going in my favor. They were tied nil. They were tied one one, and I was like, "Oh, I just get a Leicester goal, like a goal, Leicester." Because like you guys, like this is your game to win. Like Arsenal aren't in form, and you guys, I mean, they came off. They came off a midweek loss, but still, they're in the Premier League. They're in form, and obviously, they fucking squandered it. Just fucking typical. <laughs> so I'm going down to Charleston twice, South, South Carolina, Charleston, South Carolina. When? I'm going down. I so I spontaneously. My sister lives down there. I'm going down there. Really, April. dude? Yeah, I'm going. I'm down April the weekend of Easter. What weekend is that, dude? I'll shit my pants. April fifteenth. Four no. Four took the first weekend of April. Can you imagine if if half of the Howlers podcast was unknowingly going to be in? Oh, look at the pace of Rashford. Rashford is going 150 miles an hour right now. That was unbelievable to watch. That was like, a better ball in. That would have been a goal. That was incredible. Like it wasn't real. Wow. <laughs> It's like a superhuman. That was that was absurd. I've seen Alfonso Davis turn on the Jets like that. 
but not a lot of other players. Wait, wait, that wait. was. Let's look at this. Look at this. This is a, who's, this is a great that? Great ball from Bruno. Yeah, I mean Chelsea get back pretty quick there. Oh no, so yeah, good recovery from Conte. It's definitely very good recovery. Because man, oh man. Um, oh Charleston. When I go down there, well, I'm going down there in May, in April first, with just me, and then May with my brother. Both are golf trips, but I want to bring down a bunch of stickers. Uh, the Charleston Battery, our USL club. Oh, really? so we should make a T-shirt, and I'll bring down some stickers and a cup and a T-shirt to to say, "Hey, can I hang this up here? We're soccer podcast. We love it." I'll yeah, bring we gotta back get some stuff to have, put on the set. I'm we, gonna buy a Charleston scarf. Definitely gonna get a kit. Their kits are beautiful. Are they beautiful? I got. We gotta. Get I'm gonna make sure I go. T-shirts in. I'm gonna make sure I go uh, one day to their to their team store and. Uh, you know, we'll see see what what regulations they have there, but I kind of want to check out the the field is beautiful. It's like got the skyline and the water in the background, really? and their their clubs really they have They're a pretty good club. Charleston Battery. I'm going. Yeah, my sister lives ten, fifteen minutes yeah. from downtown Charleston. Their kits are beautiful. Um, um, but yeah, I gotta I, we gotta get those shirts in for we gotta do for the fans. I mean, I'm saying like for for a temporary, we could we could get one and print it and and bring it down. I think that'd be very cool. That'd be a cool I'm sure idea. They'd be game too. The soccer uh, community takes care of their own. Plum says hello. Tell tell me to tell you say hello. So hello, Plum. He loves your you. team. Looked bad this morning. They really looked devout of creativity after the fifth. Yeah, minute. Plum. You're, Scoring that early goal really deflated them. Your Leicester side. I'm at, wait. I'm actually happy Leicester won. They were like they were like Arsenal challenging for second with us. Um. Yeah, Arsenal. That's a big Leicester. result for them. Um, that's like want, Arsenal's best result of the season, maybe. Besides, other than their Chelsea win on Boxing Day, that's like the best result probably of the season. Yeah, no, yeah, for sure. That they played really well. They dominated the, the dominated the ball really well. Uh, even though Leicester came up early, I mean, they fought back. Pepe on the score sheet, Lacazette with the PK. I mean, that and game Dave, had David Luiz, all over it. David Luiz with the goal. What a great header! Yeah, I mean, it's a good turnaround considering his performance. And just his performance all season, and then the whole situation with the buddy buddy with City players. Yeah, we got a lot of bodies hitting the deck, as I've said. There's a lot of uh, this is going to be a chippy game. There's a lot of theatrics, a lot of chippiness. Chelsea. I think both players have made a meal of that one, as the pundits like to say. I still remember when. Oh, oh, that's not. That's got to hurt from Mount. Not you're right, McTominay. You got fucking big ass legs. Oh. That's okay, McTominay. You kicked him in the head. Yeah. Did you see Lindelof's kick in the head to the uh, associate dead player? No. He flew in like for a header. Was he carded? No, no, no. But his knee like bang, like he like he got up high. I was Lindelof's ju- Lindelof need the other player or vice yeah, versa. No, Lindelof like went up challenge for a header and just need him like straight in the head. And I was joking Eek. around my brother. I was like, oh, he's probably been listening to me on the podcast telling me telling everyone how weak he is physically. Yeah, I was soft. He's like, <laughs> damn, I got to take somebody out. This is a this I is to change my life this here. Positioning right now for Rashford is a prime this spot. This is some good real estate. This is where he for Rashford. Do you remember that beautiful free kick he took last year? Yes, I do. This is like the same exact position. Man, get you a man who can do both. We need a guy who takes free kicks at Tottenham really really do. We have like 3 at United. Which is like good to have. It's good to have a two and oh, one. Oh, this is like this is literally the same as Xbox. A little bit far out, but oh, oh man, Rashford! Yeah, it's a great free kick from Rash. Where okay, where do you rate Rashford? Um, in terms of youth, like, in terms of like, oh my with god, Mbappe and those and those like, cause it's I, it's actually funny, man. And I, this I is, feel, hold on, let me because I okay. feel like I feel like with Rashford, he is definitely like. 
like people give him the praise and I, I give him the praise and I, I don't think he is underpraised. I just don't think he's in the conversation as much when it comes to like best young players in the world. He has he has all those physical capabilities, skill wise, tech, um, his technique, and I just think like what he's done off the pitch is definitely like like he is talked about more for what he does off the pitch, which is like better than which it means more than it does on the pitch. But in terms of like his football, like when you talk about players and their football ability, it's like the Beckham thing. Like Beckham off the pitch was more of a like was more famed for his just because he was off like what he did off the pitch. Mm-hmm. It's not related the two, but like just what he does off the pitch is like people forget Beckham was like a good player. Because they focus on what he does. Yeah. But so speaking on the pitch, what do you think? My assessment of Rashford as both a player and a human being is he has reached a point of like agelessness. I don't think of, wow, he's one of the best young players. I think, one, he's one of the best players in general. We got a VAR check here, by the way, for a handball in the box. Uh, and that would be on Greenwood. So back to Rashford. He has been in this league for so long now. He has been a superstar for so long now, both with his gameplay on off the field, making changes, feeding hungry kids. He has the experiences he already has under yeah. his belt. I feel like far, far surpass 99% of players that are his age. Yeah. So when I, when I, when I assess him and rank him, which already in itself doesn't feel even right. He, it, do we have a penalty here? Holy shit, is Greenwood getting called for a penalty? No, I don't think it is. No, it's nothing. Getting called off. Thank God. Drop ball. Drop ball. Um, Yeah, no, back to Rashford. I just, I think he, I just don't even put him in, in the same group as a lot of other young players, and that's based on experience, maturity, the way he's handled social issues, his impact, his, his cultural impact, his football impact. I just... I rate him so high, as high as I can rate any player, honestly. I yeah. really do. I think he would fit really into pretty much any starting 11, probably in world football. Mm-hmm. Maybe not so much for like Bayern Munich or... I think he would thrive at Bayern Munich. Just because he's so like physical, like they love like. These, I think like, you, yeah. I I think that I'm just trying. I'm trying to think of a team that he wouldn't just immediately have a, a solidified spot in. Papa, I mean, that's Dupes that's pretty generous from VAR. I'm pretty surprised that didn't get turned into a card. Definitely a pen from Papa Dubs a lot. Um, <laughs> yeah, agreed. Look at Tuchel getting at Ole about See, it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. Rashford. I just feel like when it comes to his football, did like, I answer your question? Do you think like was that? Yeah, yeah no, that's a I good just, answer. I don't even like thinking like oh Mbappe, Rashford, uh, Holland. Like no, you can't, like Rashford is a grown ass human being. Like he talks to prime ministers, he, yeah, he bosses yeah. governments. Like he's not. I know he's you like mean. LeBron level for the U.S. You know what I mean? Like he he's his own. He's in his own tax bracket. I think. yeah, I agree with that. No, that's good. Yeah, no, I definitely I like the answer for sure. I think his I, I think his off pitch stuff is like it it obviously means more. And it weighs more on like how people view him as a player. So it's like, honestly, what he he he'll show he'll fucking do all this shit and then go on the pitch and score. He'll do all these amazing things mm-hmm. and go on the pitch pitch and score like a brace and like that's just business for him. Like that, and then like yeah. like I think everyone's kind of accepted like he is like that player now. And I mean, I just hope he's in the. I hope for his career, he's in the running. He's in those he's, talking points. He's won, what has he won? He's won a Europa League and FA Cup, a Carabao Cup. Um, I care about, and that's it. 
don't say that's it. Spurs haven't won any of those in then, uh, like 20 years. And then so. he's, I mean, he made it, he was a part of the team that went to the semifinal World Cup, and then hopefully in the Euros they can But do. he's got three major trophies. He's what, 23? 23, yeah. So he's seven, he has 10 more years of career. Like, he has like, at the very uh, least, at the very least, 10 more years of his career left. At the very least. And he pegs me as someone who will play until he can hardly walk. Yeah, I think physically he's like, he's like a, he's a stud. He's like a fucking, he's a, he's a tank. Yeah, superstar for yeah. sure. Bonafide superstar, somebody with with pretty universal respect. Pretty like I'd say Harry Kane level respect. You know how Kane is sort of like not hated by everybody, untouchable. Yeah, like there's players who you want to you want to put your boots into, but he's really somebody who like Zlatan. <laughs> yeah, don't even get me. Tristan was getting all. Uh, Tristan was getting fuming. Was fuming this. We week. could talk about Zlatan. I mean, it's, I mean, where he's playing United in a couple weeks. I, well, I think it's now. I think it's this week or next week. Essentially, without like going into it too much, I feel like our universal point was maybe it was something that was a little bit lost in translation, but not really. But basically, he's saying he agrees with with people that basically the notion that if you're a superstar in one thing, you should not speak out about other things. I didn't agree with that at all. I don't agree with that. What I, what I would say is... I liked you, what you said. It's like, it's, be educated Make on sure it. you yeah. understand exactly yeah. what you're talking about. Don't feel compelled and do it. Yeah. Make sure you have a genuine passion and a genuine understanding, which LeBron does and has proven that he does. And speak out. You know, because I, I understand that that like when you hear like an actress or an actor do it, it can get pretty silly. And yeah. it's, pretty, it's pretty transparent what you're doing. But uh-huh. in the same vein, like... Again, LeBron is somebody who very much has been there before. He's an incredible cultural figure. He's almost single-handedly powered the Cleveland economy for like five years. Yeah, I mean, he yeah. gives back to the community, does immeasurable good in the world. And 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 politics, and that's politics aside too. Remove any politics yeah. from any, any not, sort yeah, of good that he does. At all, yeah. He's just helping kids, mm-hmm. giving them a better situation, donating money. So... Fuck off, Ibra, dude. And you refer your, to yourself in the third person regularly, <laughs> one, like, and non-ironically, too. You're just like, it's like a normal thing that you do. Yeah. Your whole entire career, despite the success and how good a player he's been, I feel like his whole career is overshadowed by what he says off the field, the incidents that he's been involved with, mm-hmm. what other players say about him. He's pretty universally disliked and a fucking jackass in general. So and th- and that's why when we were comparing Holland to him, I like took exception to that. Not so much skill wise, but I'm like, Holland's not a fucking idiot. Holland doesn't make a press conference all about him. Like, oh, you, why don't you bring your wife and see what she thinks? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's just like, why are you so such a smarmy dude when you're on camera? And his whole career with Galaxy and him just showing up and being like, I'm the best player in the MLS that's ever been. Like, to a degree, yes, he's probably top five best MLS players. But what other player has arrived and made an obnoxious entrance like that? The whole thing with Carlos Vela, who I don't even believe engaged in anything that was going on with Lockdown. No, I think he like, did like say some shit. Was he? Yeah, they were, I think he was talking shit before the game, yeah. I mean... He, Either way, like I feel like Zlatan's whole appeal is like he just says and does ridiculous things so much so that his gameplay has sort of been taken out of it, and I just I don't know. Oof, that's a fucking a incredible g- chance by Hudson. Beautiful Adoy. strike from Hudson. Yeah, Adoy. wow. No, that's a what good a point. Play. I, I mean, I I honestly like the Ebro like funny press conference. I think they're funny, but like I don't like he can do that, but just don't be a dick about every single little thing. Like he had to comment about the LeBron thing. It's like, like do you know who you're fucking talking to? Also, dude? like, like th- that made it him. That made me feel that he like he doesn't take 
the United States seriously. Yeah, I just that made it seem like oh, all of your like actors and athletes and actresses are just feeling like they can just say whatever they want. Like they, that's that's not really what's going on when you really look. There are a lot of people doing that, and it does come off as ridiculous. Like I don't want an actress or an actor to really who's you know what I mean. That there's been a lot of that where a lot of people that come out and talk about something and it just it does not connect. does not go. Yeah, yeah. I know you, you can tell that. they have no connection to what they're yeah. actually talking just, about. It was like the Gal Gadot when she sang on saying like. Um, Primo, prime example yeah. number one. Yeah. Nothing really specifically against her. It just showed how, the, how little connection that some yeah. people truly have. Exactly. But like, you can't group LeBron in that no, group you can't. of people. You That's can't. like because he's doing all these things, and he's he's a comes from it, and b is helping out with it and doing everything he can about it. And I think Ebro was just ignorant to even talk about it. I think he should have like he should have used another example. And our whole, I think, and I think the whole what, what essentially we all agreed on was just it's not don't speak out about one thing. If you are only an athlete or you only do this or that, just make sure you have an understanding about it before you speak out. Exactly. About it, that makes a lot which more can sense. Be said across the board. So, mm-hmm. but Ibra, get some, get your facts straight, buddy, dude. Like, and I hope you, fool. I hope you fucking break your leg you're and, come to, and you come United. I hope Bai separates no, your leg, leg from your body <laughs> in the game. The, I love that Bai video. Um, it's with the when he kicks, when he kicks lot in the back and then he runs away. <laughs> Dude, oh my god! There was like a, a a few weeks spurt where it looked like Spurs were gonna make a bid for Ibra. This was pre Milan move, yeah. And it was like the most stressful, worst week of my life. So that I'm was like, never that would gonna be happen, a nightmare though. if if Spurs were to actually sign this guy. That would be one of my worst nightmares. I would, I would, the podcast would get funnier, but That'd be I, hilarious. Like I don't know what I would do if I had to deal with that. That'd be a lot of fun. He, I mean, him and Rio had a good relationship. They they like they they were probably on this term of like like you do your like I, I mean, that's because Rio's older than Zlatan you know like yeah like yeah maybe not by much but like he probably has respect for the older guys he played for but man oh man like oh here we go United on the on the counter oof it's a good ball over the top just a little too a little this bit has been a little pretty, bit too much uh, weight on it a pretty active game so far pretty end to end yeah I I really twenty three minutes in I'm hoping we did the Leicester at Villa game last week. I'm really hoping we that this game is not. I, I hope this game's not nil nil by the end of it. I hope it's. I hope it's goals. I hope we get a couple balls in the back. And if it's end. not goals, just make sure it's not fucking side to side passing and like. Let me get a red or something. One team just dominating possession while the other just like sits back. That's usually what United does sometimes. But I don't think that will happen today. It's a rash challenge. So what do we got coming up? We got the podcast. This uh, week. We have the April kit giveaway coming up soon. Oh my god! We picked. Um, we picked, didn't we? We did pick. We want to announce it right now. No, no, no. Okay, we'll wait. I on, don't. We'll wait on that one. I um, honestly do not want to announce it right now. We can do like mid March. We'll announce it. I was thinking. So uh, now this is just shop talk, but I updated the notes page yesterday with just a few more dates. Oh yeah, just yeah. Okay. up a little bit. But okay. Yeah. So we're mid March. I think March twentieth was when we're going to announce it. April first is when we announce the winner. Yeah, that's April Fool's Day. Yeah, it's funny. All right, why April first? Why not like mid-April? We could do mid-April. I still gotta get the Juventus kit. Look, I'm not married to the dates, but don't expose us. We haven't gotten we got the Juventus kit to him yet. No, I haven't. You haven't been home. You haven't had a chance. No, he he's home. He's back in New York. My mom was here yesterday, uh, Friday. Did you give it to her? I should have. I did not think. Also, I went straight. (laughs) I went straight from work. But he said, I thought he said, he I should have, I did uh, not think. 
<laughs> yeah, I didn't just. I also was at work, so I went straight from there. But Andrew's like wearing the kit. Yeah, I've just been wearing. It. I'm like, <laughs> He's like, I've oh, sleep- I forgot again. Damn, <laughs> I've been sleeping it. No, my bad. It's still in the bag. It's still folded up nicely. I just gotta give it to Caleb. He's gotta get back to mass, and I can give it to him. Um, um but oh uh, yeah, we have the kit giveaway coming we up. We could drop a hint about the kit. How about that? You sure? Yeah. Each each. It's another podcast Amer- leading right. up. We can drop a very subtle hint about which kid it could be. All right. It's another. No, 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 no. You want to do it? The brand is Puma. Oh, okay. That's a good one. Puma. I love Puma kids. They're always fitted. The brand of the kid is Puma. So that does narrow it down for sure. So are you going to buy another Ollie Watkins kit? Probably not. No. Because I would have to order it through the same outlet and I just can't do that again. I can't put myself through that stress. I'm already talking to my bank about trying to get the money back. You haven't gotten the money back? Well, that I'm less concerned about, but the thing was, the last time I heard about the fucking jersey, it was going back to the UK, the original shipping place. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, but I haven't heard anything else. So I called my bank, and they're like, yeah, we do things along those lines. And that's the last thing I wanted. Basically, everybody, uh, package I ordered never showed up. No fucking <laughs> clue where it is. No one's helping me. No one's, no one was really doing anything to help me recover no the goddamn thing. I literally ordered this January 4th. This was to get here January 20th. Obviously, I don't have it yet. So do the math. Long fucking time. <laughs> Um, that's so, that's so, annoying. but I called my bank and they were like, yeah, we'll do like, we'll do, we'll make a ticket for it, whatever. It'll take, it'll take a few weeks. It's like, fine. It's not about the, it is about the money. Cause I'm not like just going to donate all that money to the fucking ether, <laughs> but like at the same, I'm not, I don't need uh, it now. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't yeah. need the so, money yeah, now. Just get it. To I me just when, need it. Get it know? to me when you get it to me. I don't give a fuck. If you were like, oh, it'll be ready in October. I'd be like, okay, I don't give a fuck, but. I, just, I do need to know that it was recovered. I can't just donate this. Yeah, yeah. If I'm going to lose 150, I'm going to donate it to like the YMCA <laughs> or some shit. Not like. <laughs> not soccer.com. Not just the fucking internet. No, yeah. it was not soccer.com. Uh, <laughs> we won't, we won't have to, I won't blast the, the, the company that it was, but I mean, soccer.com was prompt. They got my shit. Oh, yeah, they got yeah, the soccer, shit here quickly. That was good. Which, so that's why we, I want to use oh, soccer.com. I, I know a company it was. Yeah, Never fuck mind. them. We'll dude. not put it on blast, but. No. Um, no fuck you, but fuck you guys. No, it's against my my lawsuit rules that I can't mention them. So <laughs> can't take them to court if I say the name. So Z, it's interesting to see Zietz in the line. I would have gone I, back to uh, would have gone back to Mount there. Zietz, um, a rare misstep. And this game is just lacking quality. We're in the twenty seventh minute. I mean, it's been pretty back and forth. It's very the open. Field is pretty open. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, just a lot, little bit of quality here. Yeah, the, like those final key balls are just a little bit. It's either misplaced or it's a little bit weighted too much for the player to running onto it. And it's yeah, like I said, interesting to see Ziyech in the lineup. I feel like he's kind of fallen out of favor. There's talks of him going to AC Milan already this summer. Um, and as you can see, that was pretty shit ball from on his end. So imagine that. See, so like that we had the the Frank effect where he brought in these players. Yeah. And sure enough, I believe, and I'm not sure the the actual true validity behind this. I'm hearing that the last straw with Abramovich was Frank asking to sign Declan Rice. I think that was like ne- for the next summer. Yes, like like saying basically, uh, we need to strengthen our our midfield physically and and our holding midfield players, and Declan Rice can do that. So I want to sign him in in, in the summer. And then Abramovich that's what I like heard. And Abramovich 200. said. That's something we could probably do, but I'm getting this vibe from you that you just want to bot. Think I can get any player, and you don't have to get results. Two hundred million down the drain. <laughs> so it's not it's not quite two hundred million. How much was how much did Zayat cost? Oh, you're just talking about ZH alone. I'm so like I'm wonder of all of the Frank players. He was like fifty five in two million. seasons. Who was going to be at Chelsea? Like like. Well, 
granted, Tuchel's there for a couple seasons at least. And I know that's not a sure thing. I think at this club. So, but. are you asking who you think's going to leave? Like, come yeah. Summer? Which of the Frank signings are mainstays and which aren't? Uh, Ziyech is gone. I think. Um, I think Ziyech was supposed to be the most skilled one too. Yeah. By the way, he was yeah. like the most favorited person yeah. that he w- that was brought they, on. They bought him in January too, like before the summer. Um, so I think Ziyech is gone. I think um, I'll talk about gone. So Ziyech gone. <sighs> See, I think they'll hang on to Ziyech. I, I think Ziyech is the only one that's gone. I think Mount I think Havertz is going to stay because Tuchel is there. I think the fact that he's a German coach helps. Is Havertz it. playing today? I didn't. No, he's not on the side. Um, this Chelsea bench is like city esque, bro. Their their bench is absurd. I think City Col- had a two hundred million dollar bench yesterday. I think I think it's just I think it's just going to be. But I'm um, saying Chelsea's not Ziyech. that far. Their their Chelsea's depth right now is like actually not that far away from City's. I don't think. No, Based it's on absurd. Top to bottom players that they have and did have you, the ability to field. Did you see when we were talking when we were watching the kickoff? Like they're doing the lineup, and they had the like. They were doing the, the FIFA thing. They were looking at the bench. They're like, oh my God. Has oh, yeah. Not yeah. Like, no, but I mean, like, it's, it's crazy. It's, like, it's a very legitimate point. Like, they they really are underachieving, like, in a, in a pretty big way and have been this whole season. No, I definitely I definitely think they've been underachieving. It's like, it's like crazy. And they're not really in any cup competitions now other than they're in Champions League. They had a big result against Champions League, but it's Champions League and Premier League pretty much, right? Knocked out of Carabao, courtesy of Tottenham. Knocked out of FA, correct? They're not. Are they still in the FA Cup? I think that actually might be still in the FA yeah, Cup. I but I mean, are. either way, the, it's like this Chelsea side has gotten knocked out of a, a competition or two, so they do have less things to focus on, which in the long run could be better for them. You know, they don't, it's less player it's management. definitely helpful. Fatigue, injury, a lot of things play into a player uh, a role when it comes to outside combat, like outside competitive like com- competition. Ugh, can't talk, but um, uh, I was like, it's like the Leicester thing, dude. I when they lost midweek, Jesus, I was like, that clear from De Gea was piss poor. Yeah, he you could see how angry he is at himself. It's a good opportunity for Chelsea too. I mean, he could see Tuchel is very upset about that. Um, I <laughs> tell Drew to calm the fuck down when yeah. you get the ball like that. Yeah. Tuchel must be like so annoying sometimes as a manager though. Scare the shit out of me, dude. Yeah. He's a very scary human being. He's tall. He looks like a Pixar he's, villain. <laughs> he does look like a Pixar villain. He's very tall too. He looks like the fucking food critic from Ratatouille. <laughs> yeah, he's got like those vibes. He's actually good in the end. Oh, Christensen in the back line. See, th- no Pulisic today for Chelsea. I think he might leave. Unfortunately, he's not a Frank signing, but he's a many Chelsea fans rate him as like their most skilled player. He's I think he's one of the most hardworking players in the Chelsea side, and he has a lot of skill. What the hell does Pulisic have to do, man? What does he have to do? Not be American? I literally think the American thing is like a huge downplay to to why he's not favored. So two show and him had a good relationship at Dortmund. So I think that is like a hope, like a hopeful thing. But I think we have to also be careful with the whole American thing. And this is an interesting conversation. Do you think? Do you think him being American kind of plays into a little bit? You think that there is more shadows of, of of doubts about him because of where he's from? Because it's not that the Premier League's been unkind to Americans in the past. Typically, it's been pretty kind, you know? Like, there are just not a lot of American players who go play at the five major leagues. Yeah. But a lot of them have played in the Premier League. I'm just kind of wondering that, like, because he was a mainstay at Dortmund. He, he had a pretty solidified spot there. But, I mean... 
It just it seems like everywhere he goes, he he has to work harder than anybody else, and he'll or he'll pick up a small injury, and then he has to work a while to get back, like to get back into favor, even even if he is fit. And there's been a lot of that here, and I and I know this Chelsea team is deep, like we've just talked about. But if I mean, if he's really that skilled, and if and if what they're seeing is really that good, I mean, why is why is he having such difficulty? Is it a training thing? I don't think it's. I mean, I don't think the America thing is. Um, I don't play. I don't think it plays that big of a role. I think it, it might with some people. It might just in the Premier League. Like I don't think, like you said, they've been unkind to Americans. But the German league just like loves having Americans there, as you can see. Like so many Americans are starting their careers in the German league. Young uh, Americans are looking at as as like a perfect destination to begin. Yeah, you know? exactly. But I think I think it's just injuries. I think it's the the pressure. Um, I think it's the pressure from Americans towards Pulisic because he's like. The guy, yeah, but he's like the supposed to be the best American ever already, right? So th- that's a lot of pressure for someone who hasn't really won anything yet and hasn't really done that much yet. That's a huge amount of pressure for to for us as Americans to put on on somebody else because he's he has like the the talent for it, but like he's so I, that's like the biggest thing. Like when he was coming up, I was like, "This is a lot of pressure for a player." Like I really hope he just stays grounded because like. That gets to a that gets to a person's head in England. You see how many players come through. Like, oh, this is like the next big talent. Like, and Bar- Ross Barkley is a great example. Like, he left Everton. Like, he was an ex Wayne Rooney. Hasn't really done that much since then. Walcott is a good example. Walcott on, was Walcott was a was supposed to be like the next big thing. Had a number of good years at Arsenal, but like never really got to where people said he was going to be. And mm-hmm. it, and this happens to so many players in England, and it could happen in the United States. Um, Pulisic is the like he was the player that kind of broke that that seal for like this new generation of American players, and um, I think he's so young and he has so much time to show his talent, but I think the pressure from outside from Americans alone is what is driving him to is a big factor as to why his form might be in and out, and then obviously injuries players pick up injuries, and the league itself is really hard. There's so many factors. But the yeah, pressure. Timo Werner saying it's impossible to score. <laughs> yeah. The the pressure. Guys, so I've announced that the defenders are just too good, and I'll be leaving. <laughs> I can't. I can't stay in this. I'll league be anymore. going back to Germany, where the defenders are terrible. <laughs> I just. I think the pressure is a huge thing because um, he's he's high, everyone loves him. He's a, he's such a good guy. He's in Pennsylvania. People in Pennsylvania are pretty nice, right? Uh, I think he's from Hershey. My roommate's from Pennsylvania. He's a pretty nice guy. Yeah. So I mean. It's just like it. I think it depends. I actually think some Pennsylvanians oh. are, are quite aggressive. Did you see that dive? Hedgerud's just smashed his ass off the post. Yeah, there. that was a that was a heroic That's header. A tailbone. That was a heroic like heading you ever opportunity. Hit the tailbone. Oh no, I've never see stars. I don't remember what exactly the incident was, but one time I really took a nice shot to the tailbone, <laughs> and I like it looked like I just was seeing the galaxy in my eyes. It was crazy. Oh, bright flashes and it's is it really it's crazy. It's like that's not the pain I would receive. It's like a it's like a nerve point. I think I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I'd, uh, even then, Oof. that's got. Oh, hurt. my God. Don't you like when you get in, isn't that when like you hit your tailbone? You got to sit on like a pillow. I couldn't yeah. sit on hardwood for yeah. a while. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it fucking kills. It's and it's and it's like it's like a knobby thing. It feels like you could just chip it right off if you hit it hard enough. Like if you look at an actual diaphragm of like a human skeleton, you're like the tailbone. It, it's aptly named because it looks like a little like bulldog tail coming out of like <laughs> coming out of the top of your butt. I've never hit my tailbone, and I hope I never do. I figured you uh, would have because as a soccer player, you would have at times lost a game and had to 
bend over on the goal line and let someone rip a ball oh, out of your like ass from a I feel like that's PK. not I feel like that's not that didn't all players do that growing up? That's not that hard though. Like that's not like a hard hit. Like it's not like a I me- mean you really got behind it. Yeah, but it's like a it's still a ball is still like cushioning. Compresses. It. Yeah, it's, it's distributes the weight when yeah. it hits. Yeah, I, I see that. If I hit if I if you threw me into a wall right now and I hit my tailbone that man. You probably yeah, he's gonna have trouble sitting on the toilet for a couple of weeks. Sorry, right. he can probably just go standing up. <laughs> He's rich. He probably has one of them fancy toilets. Oh, 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 oh my God. A lot of players just Rashford just flying <laughs> over the wall like an outfielder. That's got to hurt. A home so, run. That's got to hurt so much. Yeah. Eek. You, you know really what's funny about the way, and I know this is how most fields work, but like, well, you see some of the smaller stadiums like, like <laughs> Bournemouth. Dude, that's really dangerous. Yeah, that's really like bad. Like Bournemouth, the back wall is right behind the, the goal line. Mm-hmm. Um, but bigger stadiums like this, there's that really steep drop. You know, you know tra- Old, Trafford, Old Trafford has like the steepest one and it's so really? dangerous. Yeah, it's so bad. It's like a straight up like inclination into the ground. No, but when then when you see players slide, it's like you only accelerate as you start going downhill. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so if you're running towards the goal and you get pushed over, you're He's just, they're they're going just, for a ride. They're just going much faster. Yeah, Rashi just headed into the fucking expensive seats. Yeah, Old Trafford like completely dips off like so much deeper than... This one. And it's like, I'm like, as a player, I'd be so scared just running onto a ball. Um, You know the Houston Astros baseball team? Uh, I don't follow them, but... But their stadium in a made park in Houston uh, was really well known. Zayek's taking a hit and looks like the back of his head here. He's rolling around. I'll wait to see the preview to see if he's made a meal of this. A replay, rather, but... Um, in center field at Minimade Park, uh, it was very famous. There was a hill, basically. So right before the wall, the field just goes up. Yeah, like into the mid part of the wall. So center fielders running would be like tracking a fly ball. And, and like imagine running, looking upward, and all of a sudden the ground level changes upward. Oh, like, yeah, it was very dangerous. It was a huge health hazard. So I think they've taken it out since. I think they just like <laughs> axed it because it was. That's really dangerous. It's a funny thing with baseball stadiums, man. That's one of the things I love about baseball is each one is different. And some of them have some wacky fucking like characteristics. Some weird shit because they're built so long ago. Probably. Yeah. So it looks like Zayek's running off the field right now. He did take a knock to the back of the head, and they might be doing concussion protocol. Yeah. And you hope he's okay, because you never know how bad concussions are. Good news around the Premier League. Raul Jimenez is confident that he'll play um, this season. Imagine that. I wouldn't do it if I was him. I really wouldn't. I know it's like you want to get out there, but for the sake of the long term, like for the sake of your own health and then like your career for the long term, I would take literally until next season. I mean, you look at the diagnosis of the injury he suffered and the first thing anyone says is how is he ever going to head a ball ever again? I don't, I really don't know. I I think it's a huge safety hazard for himself. Um, This is only a sport and I'm sure he's made a good chunk of change just to live off and like be okay. Like, like, get out when you can kind of thing. Like you see that a lot in fighting. Um, but in football, people don't recognize how yeah. dangerous it can be for the head. Um, so I think it's, I think he should give himself more time. I know it's been a while already, but maybe he it's could a horrible find... head, head uh, clash. Blech. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. And, and so you almost, you, you get the half thought of like, Oh, could he bend his game a little bit? So that heading is diminished, but you have to think that as soon as you adjust your game in any way that you just are not the same player and no, you have to, yeah, his, one you should be playing if you have to adjust at any part of your game. You his know? biggest thing is that he's a target man. He's a big player. That's a huge plus. Yeah. Not only for him, 
But for strikers in the Premier League in general, you kind of need to be good in the air with your head at this yeah. point. That's and a huge so way of scoring goals. So that, that's one of his. That's like his number one way of scoring a lot of the time. He obviously has a lot more quality than that. But like, you take like where like fifty percent of your goals can come from. You're not the same player. You're not going to give that. You're not going to turn out enough goals to be selected for a team. And obviously, like, like now this is is far above his level of play. Um. But I'm trying to think of if there's other leagues, like an indoor league or something like that, where he could maybe something uh, a form of soccer where you don't use your head as much, or and then and he could make a little bit of side money, or just not even. It's not even about money because you're right. Like hopefully he has a financial person or has set himself up financially enough to account for horrible, horrible things like this, which yeah. you never hope happens. Yeah, but, but you kind of have to plan for it. He still probably loves playing. He probably has. He probably. Other than his fucking head being cracked open at one it's time, like Ryan he's Mason. very healthy. Yeah. He's an incredibly healthy young human being who's still yeah. probably in great shape. Probably was working out as much as the doctors would allow him to during the recovery process. Mm-hmm. And he probably has good years left. He probably thinks it's like, yeah, I'd love to be playing in the Premier League with Wolves, but I can play. I can kick a ball well. So maybe there's some other league he can. Yeah, I know what you mean. Play where it's in, like, where it's less, like less less. Like, like a box soccer league, yeah, like for the <laughs> Rochester Lancers, not per se them, but like a league where. In Europe. Jimenez like, is from Mexico, right? Yeah, he's from Mexico. So there is a indoor box soccer team uh, in Monterey, Mexico. Really? I'm just saying. I'm not saying Raul Jimenez should go play for fucking box soccer, but it's an it's an option. Uh, we got I a question from him. Papa Dubs a lot. Does Shaw or Chilwell, <laughs> I love that name. Papa does, Dubs a lot. Does Shaw or Chilwell start a left back this summer at the Euros? Chilwell. I, mean, I think you... I think if you're talking about who's Dubes in a lot, that's a great question. That's a great question. I think if you're talking about who's in form right now, it's Shaw. Shaw should get the nod. He's, I'd go Chilwell. I know you would, but I just think Shaw should get it. And State your case. We'll take turns. We can do this. There's only two of us, so we have no reason not to make this organized today. I, I think Shaw has a has been defensively the better left back all season long. Going forward, he's. I mean, Telus must have been like, here's my secret. And yeah. to like get, he took his position. Yeah. He took what he he's literally taking what we brought Telus in for. Um, I think going forward, he's been phenomenal. Yeah, over those game, over those run of games where we were winning, he was arguably one of our best players in the pitch. And I think if he continues what he's, if we win today, and he's, if we keep, if we keep up, if he keeps up what he's doing, he should be undoubtedly the starting left back in the Euros. He should like safety choice himself into that spot. He should. He should be selected. It's he's somebody where maybe constantly Southgate will be thinking, is there a better option? Is there a better option? And and a better option doesn't pop up. He just is, is kind of quietly slides himself into that starting role. Another yeah, and that's also true. Another good thing is that with the Euros, like you bring, you have depth. So like I think a lot of a lot of games you see, like even in the World both Cup, will will be selected. They'll be playing. Yeah, they'll both be playing. So I, I think, think in a big game, I go chill well. Uh, that's. Based on Chilwell, I think offering a little bit more offensively, where you get, it's not so much like a Basaka Trent difference in defensive offensive, but it's just Shaw is a very steady player who doesn't do anything exceptional on both sides of the ball, but he can at the end of ninety minutes you go, man, Shaw put in a really good shift today. Whereas Chilwell might be able to disappear or not show up in a more extreme way, but I think he is an extreme X factor in terms of a ball, delivering a ball into the box, finishing a long range shot. He really provides immense pluses. Uh, I no, think yeah. on both he, sides. So. I think they're very like similar left backs. I think they're like, 
Shaw's just a little bit more beefier. But like if you look at what they do for their team and their abilities going forward and their abilities defending as well, they kind of offer the same. So yeah, I think for sorry, I read the same. Papa dubs a lot. I think it'll be a combination of both. And in a big game, I go Shaw. In a big game, Tristan goes Joel. I gotta go Chili, but I think I'm just I've just developed like a. Like a bias towards him, like a romance. Look yeah, like. <laughs> he really is one. Like I, I really, I really, it is a romance. You're right. It's a great word. I just love watching him play. And I know I think what you mean. It's one of those things where people are like, you know, if you don't think a left-footed player just looks better, then you don't. Have, you're not a true fan. I, I agree with that. Honestly, like, <laughs> like it's it's so cheesy and corny to hear, and I feel like I've seen that all over social media so much. That's hilarious. So many different places. But I agree. Like a left-footed player just looks smooth. Like a left-footed center back. Mm. Yeah, Ch- Chili is just somebody I rate really high. We had in a stoppage time, by the way. It's zero zero. No huge chances. A lot of shots, but not a lot of chances. I would say. Yeah, a lot of shots. I just think, like I said, like we talked about the quality in the final third. Those final through balls, a little bit too much weight on them. Um, misplaced passes a lot. This is what happens in these big games. This is what happened. Something we, about these big clubs playing each other just makes them like you see shit these, a little bit. These breaks happen. Yeah, and then nothing comes from it. And then a ball Where, like whereas that. yeah, it's whereas the, against Newcastle, you probably put that right in the back of the net. Like <laughs> you put, you probably play a perfect ball, and then yeah, from there on we get a goal or we get a really good opportunity. Oof, doesn't. Joel has to work connection. really hard to get his hair to look like that each day. I know he does. He's got a lot of. Have hair. you seen it when it's not yeah, like, when it's, it's, fl- it's everywhere when it's not like done up like that? He doesn't have like hair that's easy to manage. I can tell. No, yeah, he's got like he's probably he probably puts his head over and just dips his head into, and then just and then like presses it down backwards <laughs> and it looks like a beetle shell. He's probably got a machine in his house that just presses it. That's like a, this metal machine that just. Ooh. ooh, we got some. We got Rudiger and McTominay getting after it. What is going on there? Was that friendly or not? I don't know. That was really passive aggressive. That was a very strange interaction. <laughs> that was extremely it passive. Looks like Rudiger was trying to buddy it out, and McTominay at some point just said, uh, "Your jersey's blue. I'm not having it. Yeah. <laughs> Get off of me, buddy. I'm not having that." Yeah, <laughs> That's really what he's saying. Yeah, I'm not actually. I'm not sure what part of the UK McTominay is from. No, he's he's from. Um, he's Scottish. He's Scott, but he has an English accent. He doesn't have a wait. Yeah, does well, he have a Scott? He has a Scott. Yeah, he does have a Scott. Serge Aurier's French. But apparently, he, he's so. a, But then again, he's been. <laughs> then again, he's been. Uh, he went to the youth team, so he's been living in Manchester for like most of his childhood. Probably. That's half time, folks. That. Um, nil nil. What do you think? Take a pee break. If you want, we can leave the stream on. We can just mute it. All right, folks. We are still here. Do not leave the stream. We're just yeah. going to mute it. Uh, we're gonna mute our mics, um, and just stay tuned. We'll be back in. I mean, we gotta get our we'll, farts we'll probably, out, we'll, so we gotta mute our mics. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll probably uh, the game. We'll probably mute it, and we just hear. <laughs> oh my god! Been waiting for that since Rashford's uh, kick. <laughs> we probably uh, will like be ready to get back on, and then like the game will just pop up, and we'll be like, "Oh shit!" It'll be we'll, two be, we'll be scrambling. We'll have missed all the action. But yeah, um, stay, stay tuned. Stay tuned. We're, we're still here. And we are back. Then we're back. 
Just a little halftime break. You know how it goes. United have taken the field. USA miracle hockey style. Uh, how Ollie has him on line one running because he's not happy with what he's seeing. Yeah, he wants. Just kidding. I, maybe that's not <laughs> its case, but he's getting the players all warmed up, jacked up, ready to go. Reese James coming on for Chelsea. Um, yeah, looks like Reese James is going to come on, which is good to see. He is a big player. He's like stocky. Yeah, he does not miss uh, chest day for yeah, sure. Yeah, he does not. Um, a player that's kind of fallen out of favor. Like you like him a lot, Reese James. You're a big fan. I of love Reese James. Yeah. I love the uh, English wingbacks, man. Some yeah. of my favorite guys to watch. That's that's the thing about um, the question referring to the Shaw and Chilwell thing. Like you look right at the right, good look at the right back too. position. Like there's so mm-hmm. many players that can can be yep. picked from and it's like I don't know, Southgate's that's the thing about like we always shit on Southgate and a lot of people do and it's like he's gonna have a tough time picking picking players picking positions so yeah I mean he definitely no no coach of a team that good has an easy job but uh I guess I should say a team that deep yeah because England have been underachieving so exactly um we're off folks kickoffs 45 16 in. second half has started uh, like we have said Reese James has entered the equation gonna see what he can produce today Tuchel instructing Tuchel looking restless yeah this is definitely one he wants really badly for sure I'm excited to see the post-match interview with either way it goes I feel like he's I feel like if they were to win one nail he'd be pretty obsessed still just I feel like he's one of those managers that no matter if he wins or loses or not anything that happens that is not to his liking he's gonna make it make it known in the press conference and and because I agree with you and because I think that's true, it kind of makes him the perfect Chelsea fit, doesn't it? It does, because it's like never settle for anything. You're never, it's never good enough. And like, yeah, that's exactly what the, the Chelsea board. The precedent you've set yourself is, well, did you win a trophy today? <laughs> no, Dad, but it wasn't even possible to win a trophy today. Today was just a regular Premier League match. You can't <laughs> win a trophy from that. Uh, it sounds to me like a trophy was not won, so I don't want to hear anything good today. <laughs> It looks like Hudson Adoy came off for Reese James. Um, he's icing his thigh. Pulisic is like, damn, I'm getting paid all this money to wear a mask every week. <laughs> I really hope he comes on. I mean, for the sake of his career, but like, not for him to score against us. My dad's calling. My dad's calling. Should get on the. Hey, pop, what's up? <laughs> we got Tristan's dad on the on the mic. Hey, can you hear me? Yeah, hey, I'm podcasting. Can I call you back in like a very little bit? Are you driving back? Yeah, I'll give you a shout as soon as uh, as soon as we're done. All right, love you, Pop. Bye. That was a guest appearance from Tristan's father. Um, that was Larry Davis giving his two cents about the game today. <laughs> um, it sounds like he's not happy with either team's uh, opportunities, but he thinks that a little bit of quality could push a goal to the back of the net. So we'll see. That's, <laughs> could, what, he, that's what he told I me. I could hear the whole conversation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's driving back on the throughway. That was his analysis. See, when he says I'm driving back on the throughway, that's like how he tells me Tuchel's selection today was pretty yeah, good. That, that kind of runs happy that, with that kind of gives you the whole list of what <laughs> yeah. he's unhappy with. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So you're welcome. That that one's that one's free. Um so a little funny scenarios going around the world. Jack Grealish sliding into DMs. Is that all that? Yeah. And I've seen the season of Love Island. Yeah, I had a girlfriend at one point. I've seen that season <laughs> of Love Island that she was on. Should we say her name? No, we don't need to say her name. It's not important. Her name's Natalia. Um, but yeah, last night, Jalen gets these great TikTok videos. I don't know where he... It's just his algorithm. <laughs> it's his algorithm. It's probably what's recommended to him. He also had that crazy locker room video of... <laughs> that was on Twitter. That, that was incident. Twitter. That was on Twitter. Dude, that was one of the most upsetting things I think I've <laughs> I like ever couldn't, seen I couldn't see life. that for like a week. <laughs> Let's focus on, the, uh, on the, the blasphemy at hand, though. Yeah, no, um, Grealish... 
Oh, oh, what, oh, a, what save. a save. What a save from what David Hare. What a save oh, by De Gea. Oh, what a Oh, my God. Let's Holy go. Holy shit. And a, and a life-saving Holy save. Holy shit. A what life-saving a, challenge from what Shaw. What a build-up. That's why he's going to start this summer at the Euros. Let's go. What a save. Well done, De Gea. Love to get a second look. Let's go. That's a great build-up play by Chelsea. Reese James already making a huge difference. Show well getting forward. Look at this ball in by Chile. Look at that save. Ooh, well done. With one hand. just It's one of those shots where it's he almost hits it too perfectly square and it goes straight at the goalie, you know? You yeah, almost yeah. want to either fuck it up a little bit or take a little bit off it because that's the only way it finds its way through. It's but just great a, instinct. It's difficult there because De Gea is going the other way and he has to... I mean, it, it's a... It's a he should the quality. He should make the save, but still, it's a just a reaction from him because he's going the opposite direction. And then Luke Shaw coming in with that slide tackle um, from the Reese James attempts. Just so this phenomenal. game's livening up a little bit in the 49th minute. There we go. I mean, if you do like a minimal baseline amount of research, you can see that this woman Natalia has a boyfriend. So Realist just probably doesn't give a <laughs> shit. He's like, you know, after the season I've had, I, there's not a damn girl on this planet. I'm not messaging. The funniest um, part is his message was hilarious. It's just a wave. Like, it was just a wave, dude. It's a wave. <laughs> I've literally never seen that, dude. And, and I think of the meme where it's just all the guys taking notes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like that's that's what works. I thought that was so funny. Just like, I feel like he'd have a little bit more something. Like, like, Jack, thank you for that. Like, that is... No, but in a way, it's per, it's the perfect thing. Like, hello. Yeah. <laughs> you know I feel like I mean? it's so innocent. It's I feel not, like it's so innocent when he does that. Listen, neither of us are girls, and I'd love to get a girl's take on this of whether or not, like, if one of us did it, if it'd be creepy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like, if we were, didn't have the blue check mark, yeah, I'd yeah. play for Aston Villa, and, and I'm yeah. baller as hell. Is a wave, like, innocent and nice? Like, hello? Yeah. That's I, what I think I, it is. Yeah, I feel like it is. It's just funny, because you think, like, Jack Grealish probably has, like, would be a little bit more smooth, but it's just, it is smooth, but you it's see, like... He, like, DMs her, like, his work rate stats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I just thought it was just, like, a funny... His chances created per game. Yeah. No, uh, just a wave. Uh, just a wave was perfect. And again, I've seen that season of Love Island that she was on, um... And I feel like she, knowing her, knowing the little bit about her that I do, she has no fucking idea what Aston Villa even is. <laughs> like, like she's from the UK, and she like yeah, she's we, an only fan. We love the football, but like, <laughs> but she doesn't actually watch. She doesn't yeah. give a fuck. It's not like it's going to make a difference. Yeah. she has a boyfriend right now who she does OnlyFans stuff with. Yeah. Um, was, sure, do you think was, Jack Grealish would do that? No, that'd be pretty. Aston Villa would not be no, okay. No, he with wouldn't that. do that. I was funny because his her boyfriend was like, um. Give him funny your, ass sense of humor. Give him your OnlyFans. He probably tips well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like get, like, him, get him like a free. This day wasn't weird enough. The best player in the Premier League just DM my girlfriend. That's so funny. I wonder Hello. if I wonder if he's familiar with it with him. Who the boyfriend? Yeah. Does he, does he watch football or not? I'm know. sure he does. Yeah, it's like every like every guy to some level watches it. You know. Yeah, he definitely. And I would knows say eighty percent of girls in the UK watch it too. He definitely like, knows who Jack Gillis is. But it was just so funny. Yeah, that was that was hysterical. So a little banter moment, and it's so funny too. Like his point of view on the OnlyFans thing, where he's like, "Oh, give him." He probably tips well. Yeah, it's so so funny how every single guy says the same exact thing when they're asked the hypothetical, like, "What if your girlfriend had an yeah. OnlyFans?" It's like, "Oh, you know, I probably wouldn't be okay with it at first, but if she was making a lot of money and we were doing cool shit, I really wouldn't mind." Like. <laughs> To a T, I had a conversation yesterday with somebody about that. That's the same thing every guy says. They're That's like, amazing. Yeah, it'd be weird, Ooh. but, you know, when I'm in Cancun, <laughs> I don't give a fuck. 
Uh, we had a opp- small opportunity for um, Daniel James. Yeah, back to the game. A good ball from Rashford, taken down nicely by James. Cuts in, but deflected. Wins the corner. Let's go. I just can't tell what it is this season between between big clubs when they play each other. What is canceling? What is canceling it out? There's just like know. a little bit of like I defensive grittiness and tenaciousness. That's that's. I think that's just how it goes. I think that's these big like you look at players. Big players throughout their careers. Um, Ronaldinho was a player that old, that when he was at PSG, this is a quick little example, the manager and the tr- uh, the coaches would always be like, he wasn't interested in the in the small games. He was only interested in the big games. Yeah. And that does play a role with in the Premier League with any player. Like, you're going to step up in those big moments. You're, you have those pregame jitters. You have that little bit extra edge because it's such a big game and such a defining moment, especially for United because they're chasing City still. Um, obviously, City are probably going to run away with it. But yeah, we're all chasing City. Um, it's just that here comes Chelsea. Just four the on fact, two. Oof. The fact that where United are in the in the table, um, where how how well Chelsea's playing at the moment, and just the history between the, the between the two clubs is just huge. So they're gonna they're gonna come out firing. They're gonna come out with that little bit extra of tenaciousness in the back line and in the midfield um, to just allow their team to win and not concede. I mean, you look at the Premier League Classic match YouTube videos, which is what I did virtually all of quarantine to tide myself over. Yeah. Uh, and and all those matches were, like, very high scoring. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of absolute shootouts that went on, and I feel like there hasn't been a single one this season. There really Spurs, hasn't. Spurs United was 6-1, was the, was the only and one. And that was, like, three games into the season. So that that was just a flu. I mean, like like everybody said, if the, when they play again, that's, that's not going to be the, the outcome. Yeah, it's weird how like every big game this season for has that game though. Every, yeah, me too. It's crazy how every big game hasn't been like at least a couple, at least a few of them. I know there's going to be those odd few that Liverpool just, Tottenham was up to par both times. Leicester, no Leicester, Leicester you can't count as a big Leicester? club. I'm sorry. I'm talking about like the Premier League matchups. Like, yeah, I know. Um, I don't even. Yeah, it was probably just United City. I mean, United Spurs and then Spurs um, Liverpool. Spurs Liverpool uh, lived up the first time when first Firmino time. scored the. Oh, God, dude. Oh God, Bobby. I'm so sick of losing to that team. Wish Connor was here. They play later today, right? Yeah, they do. They play Sheffield, who they drew with last time. So, dude, it's like it's and it, what's crazy is how it's so far from an easy win for Liverpool today. They might win by a couple goals, but like going into this game, like they're by far the favorite by. I mean, they're the favorite, but not by like a couple goals, you know. Yeah, people are gonna like. You think a draw are, is more likely than somebody getting all three points today? No, I, no, they'll definitely win, but like, there's that still a little like. Oh no, dude! There's that questionability like that is always gonna linger over Liverpool because of not always, but like as of right now, because of what's been going on with their club and their results lately. So, I mean, they're gonna win today. They're going to win. It's just going to. Like I'm gonna question. I'm gonna be like, oh, like here we go again. That kind of thing. I said Liverpool two nil. Connor said Liverpool two to one. Jalen said Liverpool one nil. You said two nil. Yeah, I think they'll get a so goal. So yeah, or two. you and I have the same exact amount of riding on this game. I think I think they'll get a goal or two. Have you had any uh, three point matches this weekend, there, Andrew? Let's take a look. Um, pull up the. I don't believe I've had any. Pull up the scores. Nope. Nope. Not that one. Nope. All right. Nope. So. City yeah, West. not yet. I don't. Connor has one. Connor got the city result bang on. Did he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, two to one was a good shout there. I don't think I've had any of them. Oh, I had Brighton one, West Brom nil, but it was the opposite. 
you think uh all right so you think you you still have uh similar thoughts on West Brom you think they're headed south they're headed for not greener pastures yeah they're Where's not big Sam gonna do it where are they right now um they're in s- they're seven they have 17 points uh no I don't think they're gonna do it I think it's either gonna be they're they're staying where they are the 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 question is who's gonna hit 18th it's going to be Newcastle. It's going to be Fulham. It's going to be Pride. Like that seventh, that eighteenth spot is someone's going to get caught in that. Oof, it's going to be like a whirlpool. Man, They're just going dude, to get sucked in. It's going to be a heartbreaker <laughs> down there. No fan. Like it's like it's it's the definition of a train wreck, and that it's something you can't look away, away from. Papa, but it's like, oh sorry. The the end of the season relegation battle is so heartbreaking and so entertaining. Yeah, it really is. Like it's, I don't enjoy watching it. I don't enjoy seeing the team like, that gets sent down. But it's like it's like you're watching a gladiator match and someone dying. You're like, oh when there, man, dude. When there's two months left, and then I think I bit off more than I can chew on that one. When there's two months left, and you get the like the game ends and Sheffield's like they're going down. Like it's no, it's all hope lost for Sheffield as they go down. Dude, the fans, like imagine that being your team. Yeah. We get a question. Yeah, Papa Dubs a lot. We're loving your questions, by the way. Does Allison being out make it more interesting? Um, I actually did not know Allison was out today, and that definitely makes things more interesting because... No, I think it makes it less interesting. I think that makes it... More questionable. No. You you can't you can't be like... Ex- I, okay, excluding, excluding everything that's going on in Allison's personal life, he was just somebody who was, was oh, occasionally yeah. making a howler from time to time. That's why he's out. I completely that's forgot why. about so, that. Yeah. He was. He had a couple mistakes in him. Um, yeah, I mean, Allison's family. That's how really... nice has it been to see how the football world has like rallied around him too? Like, it's really yeah. Been... That I mean, it's we talked about it. It's like it shows how much I can't really think of the a real worse things scenario in life. The real things person. in life matter more than just a game of football, like we talked about. Oh my god! Like he, and like the the camaraderie, the unique type of hell that it must be to go through something as horrible as that and not yeah. be able to. I mean, words words truly do not describe the like darkness and horribleness of that situation. And it's mm-hmm. you know, it's been nice to see how obviously universal everybody's been in supporting as we're getting some uh, tech difficulties here. Oh, good, we're initializing. Um, yeah, no, I, I think I think it's been really nice to see the world rally around him in terms of a game standpoint today. Um, I mean, it's just I, I think. Maybe some time off could do him good in a way, like just to to really take a break. Yeah, and you get a, a keeper with a clear head. I mean, that could be better for Liverpool in a, in a really, really funny type of way. You know, I know like, you mean Kelleher's yeah. had really good performances. I'm not even sure they'd go with right. Probably be probably be Kelleher their backup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, I I think I think it will do. I think the way that this is a really good opportunity. Sorry to cut the conversation out. Shaw gets down the line, uh, squares it. Um, finds the feet of McTominay and he um, gets an opportunity. But I mean, good stop from Mendy. Uh, yeah, I think the way everyone's has rallied around Allison and just the tragedy that it is. Um, it's really sad to see, and I, I just I hope I hope he's able to come back and you know kind of revive everything going on with his career, just because of his form. But um, family first over football is what's most important. And I do think him being out today is going to make things more difficult for Liverpool. Um, I know their backup is he had a couple of good performances. Or I think I think I think the time off will be good to for Allison to 
to clear his head. I mean, not he's not that this time is good for him. Clearly, that's not what I'm saying. But like he, this, this just forget the, about football the, for a little Liverpool bit. The yeah. Liverpool situation was yeah. not adding to the personal problems that are going on in a yeah. lot of these players' yeah. lives. And maybe taking a step back and and retreating a little bit is exactly what could be needed. Klopp lost his mother this year. Allison has now tragically lost his father. All the injuries that have been going on. I mean, I've said all season I've been really sympathetic to Liverpool's situation. I think this only helps that argument. I don't know what is going on with this club this season, but something cursed is happening with them. I've never seen a defending champion have to go through such an immense amount of obstacles, personal obstacles physical obstacles it's it's really been a tremendous struggle for them as a if i'm a liverpool fan and this is where i'd love to have connor here i'm thinking like there's yeah. part of me that cannot wait till the season's over with like i cannot wait until this horrible season is over mm-hmm. with even though they're still fighting for a champions league spot and they still need to continue doing that so next season they can be in a good position mm-hmm. yeah i mean as, a, as to, a liverpool yeah. fan player supporter Anyone in the front office? I mean, it's just been an absolute, absolute nightmare. Yeah, I agree. It's it, yeah, it's like they're like they're cursed, and they just won the league. Um, but I think, oh, is that a handball? So, um, but I, I think him today, him out today is going to be. Um, so does, we oddly disagree on this. It, I don't. Again, I, I don't. I, I think it I mean, will be, sound insensitive, but I just think. Like, having a different keeper who is not dealing with immense horrible personal issues might actually. You know, they might feel more. Yeah, that that's a secure. good that's a good point. But I just still think that the quality that Allison brings and how, that he has brought over the number of seasons he's been with Liverpool, um, over the couple of seasons, I think it, it he still can step up in big moments. But he has had his obviously his um, his moments as a in bad form. But we'll see. I think uh, there's also that argument that Tristan brings up, which is a good point that there's a keeper with not facing this these personal issues. He's um, there's issues with his form. He's just there to do the job without those outside things influencing him and getting in his head. Um, but, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. It should be entertaining. Their first, The first match between Liverpool and Sheffield was, was awesome, right around the festive period. Yeah, it was. And it looks like this Pulisic game is this maybe ga- coming on. This game has been opened up. Like, like this has yeah. been back and forth while we had this that conversation. Is, this has been a pretty, a pretty incredible game for a nil-nil, I should say. Yeah. I think Luke Shaw is having an ama- amazing game today, by the way. Luke Shaw's looked good. Mason Mount has looked very active. He just had a great fast break there. It looks like right when they get to the final third, Chelsea are holding up a bit, and they're they're kind of finding safety and passing the ball sideways or backwards. And it's just it's that last centimeter of ruthlessness that I think both teams have been missing today. Not so much quality as opposed to aggression, you know? Yeah. yeah. Not that what they did was not quality, but it wasn't quite the right decision. Mm-hmm. I would have, Mount had an open shot there. Echo. Yeah, he did. Yeah, I don't know why he wouldn't have taken that, but here comes Pulisic, bearded Pulisic, Captain America. I don't like the beard. I, I like it, but I feel like you don't. I feel like when players like, he's oh, a, see, I think the beard looks sexy. no, it looks sick, but like I feel like he's like looks like he's grown I have, five years. I have this weird thing where like where he gets a beard and he like that's he, a man ready to win he a just, header. Like dude. he's out of form, and then he just like is in a rut, so he grows his beard out. He's like just got to change my look. Yeah, it doesn't work out well. <laughs> I just got to change my look. Uh, I'm just sitting. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I thought they'd pick me if I had a beard. The one player that's been pretty quiet today has been Bruno. Um, yeah. Pretty quiet today on the pitch. Funny how it uh, that's been under the radar for us. We haven't really mentioned that. Yeah. Connor's not here to call him out for it. So yeah, I know. Sometimes I don't notice these things. Is Timo a ginger? No, I think he's just blonde hair. 
Is this just the picture on the TV? It could be. <laughs> Made him look like. Like Tom, many you? Oh my gosh, Rudiger's been really good today. Rudiger running point like Mbappe. There's a reason. There's a reason why I picked Rudiger over Maguire. Yeah, took even though Maguire has been decent, Rudiger wouldn't have been in mine. He wasn't. And I don't even think Thiago playing would have made a huge difference in this game so far. There is an offensive factor he brings that maybe Rudiger doesn't, but... Yeah. Um, yeah, because actually Chelsea's center backs have been scoring a lot this season. Oh, who's who's out? Thiago's out next season. Thiago's out. That's another player that's out. They even mentioned him. Completely forgot about him because he hasn't played yeah, in I always wait in the comments for, that when we do our combine for people to like call us out for not including injured players. Yeah. Like when you... Like if you... When you leave a comment on on Instagram, you like make sure you do a minimal amount of research for what you're saying, right? For fear of getting dragged by an open community <laughs> online. Um, Some people have left comments where it's like, "What do you mean you didn't include him?" I'm like, "He's hurt." Like, did you not look at the, <laughs> did you not look at the game today? Like, did you not think that we, as people who podcast about this every single week, did not take that into account? It just kind of blows my mind. Um, another question from Bob, Papa Dubes a lot. Um, how does James get these Papa mi- Dubes, keep them coming. Keep them coming. We love the questions. How does James get these minutes while Ole ignored Lingard? Lingard um, over James. Um, in the moment. Uh, IMO. Um, yeah, Andrew, what are your thoughts about this? Because you were a lot closer to this. Um, I've always like had this like um, soft spot. <gasps> oh! Oh my lord! My, my headphone. Fred misses the Fred <laughs> misses the goal by my headphone jack just came out mere centimeters. Andrew got a little excited there. You see Ollie smiling with his thumbs up. Look at this. Let's see how much this missed by. What a chance! What a bending ball. So Fred, Woo! so Fred always does that. He always hits what a long range shot. Fred loves to attempt these long range shots, and like they're always horrible. And that was like the best one I've ever seen him do. Um, so with. With James, I've always had this soft spot for him because I always, when he was brought in, he was not brought in for the amount of game time that he got last season. Um, he did, honestly, he I think he did extremely well considering that he's so young and he was brought in with, um, <laughs> with not with that in mind. He didn't want that in mind. So, um, obviously, Lingard right now is on fire, and I've always liked Lingard. I've always appreciated Lingard. He was scapegoated a hundred percent for our club, and. I've made that a point on numerous podcasts. I would definitely take Lingard over James right now, considering the form he's in. And I just think that Ole just, I, I don't know what was going on in the back room on the training ground. That's as, okay. But I think you just said it. I think it's a training thing, right? Yeah, that, that's why. what you can add. That's what you have to chalk it up yeah. to because what else could it be? Anytime there's some sort of misunderstanding where you're thinking, what exactly is the reason this player isn't playing? Like as viewers, you know, from from a baseline, that's what we do. Like we we can only assess what we see. Mm-hmm. That it has to be a training thing. Yeah, I think it's a training thing. I think Ole brought James um, James in. I almost said James. Ole brought James in. It's his player Lingard. <laughs> he inherited. <laughs> he inherited um, Lingard, and he was out of form. You can't you can't really. It's hard to bring up because Lingard was out of form. He wasn't playing well, and I think the move is what has kind of has what in. Re- reinvigorated his career and just a switch of scenery, a switch of teammates, um, just kind of getting under that pressure of being under United, being being an academy graduate, having played so many good seasons for the club um, and then dropping off, you know, that fluctuation can can cause players a lot of issues 
I just think the move is good for him, and I hope he comes back, and I hope he can be a, a good squad player for us. I think he's a great squad player. I've always appreciated him as, as one, so um, I just... That's just, an interesting it's a question. Tricky, situa- about tricky the, situation for sure. The future of Lingard now horribly misplaced. Past I, there. I was thinking about the other day, like for the sake of his, he career, looks happy where he is. For the sake of his career, he should go to like. But do you think? What do you think he will do? Knowing Lingard as a player, do you think he will still say, "No, no, no"? This was me showing that I can still play at a high level, and now I can go back to United and, and break ground again there, and maybe not be a starter, but be somebody who is always one of the first two names off the bench. I don't think he'll be. I don't think he'll. Surely a hypothetical. I agree with you. I'm just saying, is there any world where he returns no, to United I, and contributes? I, I think he's smart enough to realize that his time at United is, I think it's over. I think because we, we're looking in the market for wingers and he's been a player that's played, he is a winger. played through the middle. Played, he's like very Whose versatile. contract you pay? <laughs> yeah, he's, he's versatile. He can play on the wing or in the middle. Yeah. Um, and I think with the players we're looking for in the market right now, the players that we have competing for, in the midfield, it's Bruno and Van de Beek right now. Like he's not going to break that. Um, and on the wing, I think if we bring a player in like Sancho, maybe not technically Sancho himself, but a, a high level um, winger, I just think his the time for him at United is over. And I think for the sake of his career, he should go to a club like West Ham or a Leicester. Maybe like I think those are good clubs for him where he'll get minutes. I mean, those are good clubs in general, too. Yeah. Like, when you think about the direction West Ham are headed, you, that's, that's a place you want to be right now if you're a player like Jesse Lingard. Yeah. You're now a yeah. part of an equation that David Moyes has been working on that's crystal clear to everybody watching them. Yeah. They're not in the in a Champions League spot for a reason, you know what I mean? Like, they're, they're, they're there because... Mm-hmm reword this they are there for a reason they're there because david moyes has implemented yeah. a plan that jesse lingard looks to be contributing to so exactly he might i hope look in the mirror and go it just didn't work out at united well it i did. have some good memories it did work out it, he he's like he's he com- might think it didn't work out yeah. based on how it ended yeah. you know and fans might think it didn't work out fans might see him as a flop and i think a lot of them kind of do which i don't get I don't. I don't. Think I think he's a that's flop. sort of an unfair analysis for sure. But I one mean, bad season at the club. In the same vein, like the last few seasons were him. You know, he was only playing against like the in, in FA Cup against the lower level teams. You only saw him very sparingly. Yeah, performances weren't necessarily bad when you did see him. But I hope he's a player who can take West Ham seriously enough to go. This isn't like a place I can rebound. This is like a new home for me potentially. Um, but yeah, I think. Yeah, exactly. I think those are good clubs to go to, and um, West Ham are a good club. They're right developing, now, man. Yeah, they're developing. There's and, a lot to like about an- that team. Another question from our favorite pops, Papa Dubs a lot, um, Dubs a lot. Any players from the bottom three to five teams that big clubs will poach if they go down? Um, um another good question. Uh, I mean, let's think. Who's so? Let's look at like. Nick Pope is well. Burnley's not a Nick Bur- Burnley's not a player or a team that's down necessarily that far. But in terms of smaller clubs, who bigger clubs will poach? I guess we can stick to the question: a team that's a, re- a relegation. Um, let's Saint Maxi. Saint Maxi for sure um, is a player who'd probably make a move. Don't know where exactly he could go. He doesn't peg me. He pegs me as like a Wolves player. You know what I mean? I could see him going to Wolves. I could see him going to Spurs. Shit, I would take St. Maxi at Spurs. That's like a flair. Like, not you guys sure are, if he's a Mourinho-type player, though, is the thing. Yeah, I don't know. Mourinho wouldn't go out of his way to sign a guy who wears a Gucci headband every week. <laughs> you know what I mean? It just doesn't... Yeah, it doesn't really... Uh, I think Callum Wilson is a player that will get poached by a um, a bigger... Cl- Oof. Ooh, nice save. 
It's a good hit. Um, I think. I think. Um, oh, Jalen said St. Max. Yeah, I think Callum Wilson's yeah. a player. Let's see, hold on. St. Max, he's a guy who comes to mind as a pretty immediate answer to that question. There aren't a lot of guys at West Brom I could see making big time moves. I know Maitland Niles is on loan there. Um, and he's a relatively high wage player who's playing with them right now, but that's really about it. I mean, you really would need to just look at who's at the bottom of the table. Fulham, I can't think of anybody who would make a move. Uh, I mean, Sheffield's, you could think maybe, I don't know what, I don't know what deal Ryan Brewster signed, but I think, I think he should go down to the championship and make a name for himself more there. I think he should continue scoring goals in the championship, build his confidence back up. He was doing that at Swansea. I don't think he'll I don't think he'll go to a big club. He won't go back to Liverpool. Um as and no place for him at Liverpool. There, I don't think there's any debate there. I don't, right now he won't go back to Liverpool. I think let's try Okay, to, so of all the uh, let's let's organize this. Let's so organize I'll, I'll, the five the five teams, sixteen to twenty, Brighton, Newcastle, Fulham, West Brom and Sheffield which players of those five clubs would you say are, are liable to make moves? Because right now we've said St. Maximin. I think that's a good shout. Um, but I'm, I'm really struggling to think of any other players who really... I mean, Gallagher's a player for West Brom who could potentially contribute. He's had a couple good shifts. Oh, Ben White. Where is Ben? Who does Brighton, Brighton White play for? Brighton. Brighton. He's a player that could go somewhere. We've Jamal- said this before. Uh, <laughs> I almost called him Virgil van Dunk. Uh, Lewis Dunk is a is a center back who I know we've talked about making big moves and I know expressions always calls him Virgil Van Dunk. Anthony Robinson is he full? That's Fulham. Anthony Robinson's Fulham, but I don't believe is he Fulham or West Brom. I think he's, he's Fulham. I don't know. Does Anthony Robinson make a big move to a club though? Is he somebody who's really shown any part of his game that he could contribute? Look, I'm double checking his information. Yeah, I'm not. I'm honestly not sure. It's 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 tough to say, but yeah, he's on. Yeah, he's on Fulham. I mean, he is an American American talent. I would for say sure. he sticks around Fulham most likely. Yeah, I mean, it's hard. Maybe like a Wolves or like a a Wolves side, um, a Leicester side. Maybe he's 23 years old only, so he has time to develop more. We could see a couple Americans in the championship next season. It's looking like Swansea will probably stay in the championship, and they just signed Jordan from Seattle. We did a post about him on the on the account. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, Jordan, Jordan Morris. Morris. I don't like him. Joe Mo. don't like Jordan he's Morris. He's not a fun player to watch. I didn't like watching I him think play he's, for Sounders. He's been selected by the United he States national team too many times. in the MLS. He, yeah. he looked like a superstar in the MLS, but he's not a particularly enjoyable player to watch, right, I would I, say. I'm going to go two players from each team. From Give me the, give me the teams right now. You're going to go two players from those five teams. Andrew, I applaud you. Brighton, Newcastle, Fulham, right, Brighton, West Brom, just go Sheffield. One, one okay, Brighton. Brighton. I go... Ben White and Lamptey. I go, oh yeah, Ben White and Lamptey, hundred percent. Don't know where they're gonna go, but there's gonna be a club that's Newcastle, St. Maxi, Carl Darlow. No, St. Max, Carl Darlow has been in shit form lately. Callum Wilson and oh, Saint that Maxie. is the most unfair assessment of somebody who's bench. had ninety, been ninety nine percent phenomenal this season. Carl Darlow, he's been phenomenal. He had, he had a couple. I know. He, all right, so. Um, Get out of here not, with that. With how the current goalie market is as well. Darlo, as if Darlow wouldn't go to any of the top four Callum, clubs. He's not going to a top four club. 
I could definitely see him as as somebody who, plays, who serves as a backup. Yeah, backup. I'm not saying starter, but Spur, uh, sorry. Um, Callum Wilson, same Maxi. They're gonna Fulham. Leave oh my god, there's gotta be there's there's not, dude. Oh, Lo- can you count Loftus Cheek because he's because he's on loan? You can't count Loftus Cheek because I'm sure Chelsea would bring him back. Oh my god, I do not think he's it was ever made to be a personal sale. Oh, he's somebody Lu- just wouldn't. Uh, Lukeman. I think Lukeman will be acquired by a team. And I guess Riedewald. Riedewald. Riedewald, the Jamaican. He's an option. Maybe. 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 Those West are my, Brom. West Brom. Uh, Diangana. He's been like out of, he's been like not playing though. I don't think so. Pereira should get you selected, I think. Pereira John and. Stone. Pereira and. Oh Honestly, John Stone could maybe make a push and play for. Oh, Johnston? Yeah, the club. The the keeper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You said yeah, John yeah. Stone. John Stone. You said John Stone. John Stone. John, it's Johnston. Sam Johnstone. Former Manchester United goalkeeper. Yeah, I know. I know. You love to shout that. He could make a move though. <laughs> He's good. He's been good. He could he could play for he could be a backup. Okay, for like let's go let's go Sam Johnston or Villa or let's, something. Let's go Sam Johnston and let's go uh Pereira. Matias Pereira. Okay, and Sheffield. Is it Matias? I think. Uh Sheffield. Ooh, that's so hard. Like oh, Sanderberg and um, Sanderberg, it could could definitely be a, be a impact player on a bigger club, like a uh, Chelsea, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Could oh, see him being on Chelsea. Oh, what's his name? The Chelsea player. He cut his hair. Um. Oh, left back. Yeah, I, I yeah I know the name also escapes me, but I know who you're referring to. He could. Sorry. Yeah. See if you I'm can pulling look it this up. up. I can fill the white noise in the tongue. Yeah. Fill the white noise. Um. Yeah, I mean, there's a, there's a few. I think the fact that you and I had to kind of work hard to do that let, lets me know there won't be a lot of. If if these clubs do go down, there might not be a lot of shopping that gets done. Yeah, that may, might be part of the fact that not a lot of teams have a lot of money to do that right now. Okay, if they're going to invest, Ampadu, Yep. And if they're going to invest, they're going to do it in something safer than a player who plays for a, a bottom table team. But Musette's and also and also a player that could uh, make like a which move. of the players we've said have, would be surefire contributors? You know, like. Uh, oh, I'd say um, Callum Wilson and Sam Maxey can like they'd make a huge difference. Sam Maxey would be the most sure money guy. Callum Wilson is like, but I would say I would say a center back like or Lamptey Jamal would probably is, be them your most surefire money guy of all that bunch. Jamal sells deserves a big move, in my opinion. He scored it. He scored yesterday actually. I've yeah, always, you uh, you rate Lascelles. I rate I rate him a lot. Yeah. He's just been a he's just. Yeah, been Newcastle's like rock you know, in the back line for a number of seasons. The factor of somebody having just played in the league a long time to feel like doesn't get shouted enough. There, yeah, you yeah. see what it looks like when a player doesn't adjust well in the Premier League, exactly. and it happens. So somebody who's played here, when you can eliminate that learning curve and get them to work immediately, that is not worth nothing. Like it's like the the reference to like he's a he's a good Premier League center back or a yeah, good, like you, that's not worth nothing. You, Van, yeah, almost said it again. Dunk could could contribute to. Any team in the league. Oh, yeah. Lewis Dunk's a Brighton player, too. Any team in the league, dude. But, yeah. Because he knows how the Premier League, he knows every, he can, any game, a striker comes in, he goes, oh, I know what he does today. I know I know the type of game he plays. Exactly. I think. There's not a lot of center backs who can bring that expertise to the game, honestly. That's my, that's where I see those players, like, those are the players I see moving. Um, don't know where, though. It's so, like, to pick those teams to where would be so difficult. But. Yeah, I think we had to work a little too hard for us to... The two is hard. <laughs> the two is hard. When you said a two from each five, I was like, damn, dude. Oh, there's no more lag anymore. Let's go. Are we good? You know, just a few seconds behind. Well, we got... 
Everybody, if you've noticed what I'm playing with in my hand, um, it's called a Mesma Globe. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's a cool little orb that spins. Got it as a desk toy. But. We got approximately 10 minutes left in the second half with probably like three minutes added on, usually. Yeah. Averaging around that lately. So um, what's your analysis been of this game? Uh, similar to all the other live streams, very open. Um, a lot of players excited and they have that little bit of jitters in their in their legs where their final passes aren't really get, finding the f- the feats of their player. Um, I think it's been it's not a, it's not good enough for me um, for United. This is a game that we need to take advantage of, and because we're chasing we're technically chasing City, I, although they're running away with it, we're still chasing them. We're still in that race. We're second in the league. Leicester lost today. The more points we grab, the better it looks for us as a team, just for moving into next season as well, for players that might be interested looking at our club. Um, I just, we got 10 minutes left, so we'll see how the game develops from there. But for my, for United's perspective, I... It's pretty sad we're getting we, to a point where ranking 0-0 games of watch yeah, along. It's so hard to rank it. It's so hard Which to Which of sit. the 0-0 games was your favorite? <laughs> <laughs> But, I mean, this, as far as 0-0 games go, is pretty entertaining. Pretty oh, open. Uh, Everton-Liverpool is kind of like a... We talked about a game. We said, like, the Spurs-United game was, like, exciting. I, you can say the Everton-Liverpool game. Everton-Liverpool is pretty exciting, oh. yeah. <sighs> the only thing was, I feel like Everton-Liverpool... That's, that's a huge challenge from Lindelof. Well done. Yeah, that's big. Mr. Reliable. I know I, I, know I shit him a lot, but still. Good to see him coming up big in these moments. See, even our center backs play better in these games. Just threw him off a little bit. So wonder if Reece James has looked really good since coming on. Oh, like that's such a good touch from Lindelof. Yeah. Well done. That's a gamble from him too because there's a chance that goes back in the back of that yeah. off his foot. Or a PK. Yeah. Look at Tuchel. He is not happy about that. But yeah, Reese James, like you said. He's really made an impact this game. Which is good. I, I'm glad that we got to watch a game where Chilwell and Reese James played because they're two of my favorite players and both players who had fallen out of favor previously. So yeah, no, it's good to see them getting their. Uh, their so maybe back. when Tuchel says "trust me," he you can trust him. Yeah, he's not. He's a trustable guy, I guess. This is how it this is how it goes. How he does his thing. Be good for Chilwell. He's never really played on a team before where he hasn't been the unequivocal best left back. I still think he is, but I mean, Chelsea. It's like I said that this is probably the second deepest team in the Premier League right now. Behind City, which is world class, but Chelsea building up for what something. You think? you think the two deepest teams, City, Chelsea? Yeah, hundred uh, percent. I definitely Who's your think third. So. If you had to pick a top three, when healthy, it's Liverpool. But then I don't think Liverpool's that deep. I don't think Liverpool has a good bench. I've never thought they've had. They've always relied on their first. I mean, we're team. in the habit this season of of counting like Nat Phillips and Kabak and Ben Davis as like yeah, center backs that, of theirs. You know what I mean? And yeah, it was like those guys would have been on the U twenty ones if they had played. Their backup forward was the uh, Origi, like Derek Origi. Like I don't think Shakiri was off. The, I don't think Liverpool have ever had a deep bench. And Connor, I know you're not here to defend <clears throat> Pulisic with an opportunity. Um, I think. Oh, I'm trying to think. I think it's United. United's third more third most depth team. Tied a little most bit deep. If if Spurs had if their players are in better form, it'd be Spurs, I think. If you look at the beginning of the season have if you look at the beginning of the three season three shit center backs and one good center back. That's we're, I think we're not we can't. Maybe maybe a couple uh defenders into the transfer window, we enter ourselves into that conversation for third spot, but 
I think, our defenders are right now, no chance. Out, out of, today, though. Out of the top, oh wait, Everton, uh, Everton kind of could be in that. Out of the top six, I think it's United, um, it, with the healthy bench, Pugba, Pugba then, Pugba there, Leicester Cavani might there. be the least deep. Yeah, so Le- shallow. Yeah, very shallow. Um, but honestly, they they did well without their healthy players, which is crazy. Like they did, they did what they could without them. This is match week twenty six. 27 yeah, of 34, right? Yeah. Crazy, right. huh? Dude, it's, it's like we it started podcasting in August. It is, it is absurd. And it is crazy. In, uh, this is the last day of February. Good for us. 26 to 38. 26 to 38. That's yeah. right. I'm such a numb nuts. Um, <laughs> you, know, you know Aston Villa still have a game in hand? Yeah, man. They've had a game in hand since October. They... Uh, they won yesterday, too. Fair play to them with no Grealish or Matty Cash again. And they had actually dropped a couple of their games in hand because at one point they were like three or four games in hand and then they ended up losing two or drawing one of them and it was kind of a wasted opportunity. Yeah, but yeah. They, they're still in the European contention if they win their game in hand. If they start putting these games... They need Grealish back, though. Yeah, I mean, they do. you can't... Oof, good challenge. It's not a harsh criticism of them because any team would miss Grealish, but you, uh, Villa especially are not a team that could find the long-term success without him. Yeah, no, definitely not. I don't even know where he's... I don't know what his plans are for next season. I think he'll stay, but I think he should I leave. I think he'll stay, too. For the sake of his career. You think Natalia would respond if he was a United player, not a Villa player? <laughs> Probably, yeah. <laughs> Might be a harsh assessment, but one has to wonder. Jalen said Ndombele and St. Maxi would bust nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for keeping it PG, Jalen. Yeah. That's one of the one of our quarter of our Howlers podcast members. Yeah. Um, I mean that he absolutely would bust nuts though. I mean, I don't know. Again, I don't think St. Maxi's a player Mourinho would go out of his way to sign. But with that said, um, I think those two would be a great tandem together. I definitely agree. We and, have about But yeah, no, it's wild to think uh we are in the deep into the back half of the season. Yeah, we're like season one of the Howlers podcast. It's actually crazy. I'm looking forward to season two. We'll definitely put out some good stuff in the summer, but we can do a lot of planning as well. And outdoor Euro, the, outdoor Euros, like live watches. Yeah, lay the groundwork for some more fun things. Um, we got three minutes left in the second half. Yeah, we this game still has more than enough time for a goal. Probably the better part of six minutes. What's your stoppage time, guess, Andrew? Three, three to four. Yeah, I'm going four. Actually, there was a lot of bodies on the ground. They they could throw it up to five. If, if there, really there was also the, the VAR situation. There was like stoppages yep. on that. So um, this could be a generous day for stoppage time. Actually, they added that in the first half probably. But still, there's enough stoppages where it'd be like three to four minutes. I really hope we just get an opportunity. I Just like the real Christmas morning, I've been milking this Christmas morning for a long time. It's 9% though. It's like... Yeah, you don't need to drink that it's fast. It's a quality beer. I have four beers in my fridge right now. Um, that are just getting cold. That are just sitting there waiting. For, I got them. Do you remember what they are? Yeah. Um, it's a hoof-hearted 10% triple IPA. <laughs> uh, they're a brewery in, in Ohio, I think. Or they're somewhere in a different state. I got to bring you some of the Blue Comet. Yeah, I got to try good. that. It's really good. Um, they, Actually, I'll send you home with one. Are you sure? Yeah, absolutely. I can get more. There's tons down the road. Um, but yeah, I, and then I have a Swish. Kaylee's st- uh, stepdad gave me like an assortment of them. Um, I'm waiting for like another uh, trip, another to, run to the Bissell. Yeah, to the brothers. I can I could have got it that weekend, but I also I can go like, you know, if we did a Bissell brothers live watch, I don't think we'd be able to contain you, Andrew. <laughs> uh, Connor re- responded finally about the thing. Good ball. 
Oof. Look at this. It's got to be one ball in, one touch. That's such a oh, bad ball. That is such a bad ball. It's got to be a better ball in. Get You got to get rid of that a second earlier. No, it, it's, it's got to be a perfect the, pass, the play, but that's you got to take that that attempt there. He had the, the leading man ahead of him. The placement with the pass was hard. It was behind the players. He played it behind. He played it. Oh man, this team still got gas in him. McTominay did not play it to the players running. He didn't play it to them running onto it. He played it behind them. Come on! Wow, good track back from uh, Chelsea though. Yeah. That's the two show. Really, way. really, really good opportunities. Counterattacking is going to be in in the uh, tactical this. plans this week for both clubs. Let's look at this counter. Counterattack started by Wambasaka. Beautiful through ball from Fred. Yeah, man, that is a gorgeous pass. See, look, right. Watch McTominay. Get rid of it now, honestly, because you had two oh, right, guys. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, he should have done the one. I thought he was going to one touch that ball, and I kind of thought he was going to try and curl it in because that's the only way you can get a chance on goal. There. There's too many defenders. He either should have played it over the top or a little, a little bit more pace going and a, a, a bend onto their, onto their running foot. Just a wasted opportunity. Connor's just driving <laughs> snowmobiles. Jalen's a gift. Jalen's a gift. That was hilarious. Yeah. That's kind of creepy. Kind of freaked me out. Three minutes. Oh, three minutes. That's so lame. It's 0-0. Zero, zero. You owe us more free football. Literally. They do. Although with you, you might take the point and run with this one. Although, is this a disappointing for you, you'd say? A yeah, we're, we're not getting... We're not Chelsea's chasing. gettable right City, now. City's gone. City's long gone. This side kind of solidifies it. Hey, your team is in a lot better position than mine, but I don't think we were ever depending on United to be the one that catches City. You know what I mean? Nope. Like nobody was nearly convincing enough. Yeah, I know. As yeah. soon as Liverpool stopped doing it, I think everybody kind of... Kind of realized. Yeah. And I think... There's a new dog in this Well, fight. we had the opportunity. We lost to Sheffield. We literally lost to Sheffield. That's We tied Everton. Like, But, like, so looking... Like, you could say, like, we had the opportunity, but there's been a couple games, right, that... United have not put in a good shift, and there have been no games City have not. This game against Arsenal, they won one nothing, was the worst performance in the last 25 games they've had. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, but I, it's I, like no no team is even remotely. It's unfortunate to say, but no team is even remotely in the position to be yeah stay, sticking with I them. I mean, but I think if we, I think if we won, if we beat Everton and we beat Sheffield, it would have been a whole different situation. But then again, like City are also in a perfect form right now. They haven't lost a game in, since the New Year, so I I just think right now. We got to hold this second spot and go for FA Cup, go for Europa League. Like we, like, like Ole needs to push yeah. for those those competitions because, like, we're Big Manchester, we're here. Manchester United. Like we squandered chasing it, chasing the title, and we need to put our foot down and go for something because we can't just like go another season without winning anything. I'm actually really excited to see how Europa League plays out because of one, the Premier League clubs. To the quality of all the clubs, that. and like, I don't. I feel like the teams that aren't really what. Like, do you know how bad Tottenham won to win Europa League? Hold on, we're on the break. Sorry, that's okay. United got, are going to get in a nice little last break here. Thirty seconds. Thirty left. seconds left. Just about more or less. A deep drive. Oh, oh my god! No. Mendy punches it away. No, McGuire. McGuire, shoot it from there. What are you doing? Will either team have? Time for one more big chance. We got we got one more chance left. Let's the go. guy you wanted has the ball right now. Bruno looking to make something happen. What the fuck is that? Well done. Look at, that's a nice bring down from Wambasaka. This is the last chance. Whistle's going to blow any minute here. 
They better not stop it. He's and going. that's the game. And that's the game. It ends 0-0. Zero, zero. What the fuck, man? Why? The year we start a podcast, everything's 0-0. Zero, zero. Next season, hopefully it's going to be. Ole should be disappointed, but we didn't lose, so we didn't drop, we didn't drop too many points. Um, so let's look at the table. Let's do a table rundown. There's more games to be played today, everybody, obviously. Liverpool will play Sheffield. Um, I think there's other games too, aren't there? Uh, no, I think that's, I think, is that the last one of the day, the weekend? And then we have, no, we have Monday. We have one on Monday. Oh, that's right. Everton, Southampton. That's a good game. Yes. Uh, well, Andrew, you're a little disappointed. I think both teams will be able to see, uh, what the press conference says. Tuchel looks not terribly unhappy. Ollie looks like he's just won the league. (laughs) (laughs) Walking around with a shit eating grin on his face. Oh my God. Hugging everybody. That's what I don't want. Like, I think man of the match. The Gea. My three favorite three player, my three players to pick of today: Shaw, Fred, and De Gea. I think my up. man of the match today is probably Reese James. Honestly, that might be kind of a shout from left field because he came on as a sub, but he looked really good coming on too. That was a great ball, and at the end as well, look the fullbacks. I think the I think the outs, I think the left backs. I'm gonna were, start over you. No, I'm gonna start over you. No, I'm gonna start over you. No, I'm starting. Over yeah, you. yeah. I think Showell was the man of the match for Chelsea. Um, yeah, show all looked good. Um, in terms of just Rudiger played very well. I think defensively, th- defensively this team like today was a like every the players were solid. Um, going forward, obviously no goal scored, lacking that little bit of um, quality on the final third. So nil nil. It is what it is. Well, it was a delight potting with you today. Yeah, just Tristan and I today. We are Down. one half of the Howlers podcast. We are. Uh, other two disposed as of today, but that's why there's four of us, you know? That you is play true. down a man, you play up a man, you just get the job done either way. We'll be playing down a man this Tuesday for our next episode. Recap um, Tuesday. Uh, no Connor again. But yeah, we're going to get it done. Yeah. Um, guys, stay tuned for more content. Be sure to like, subscribe, follow us at the Howlers Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, Twitch. We're there. Hit the link tree in our bio. You get access to all of our content, so don't miss out. Um, hope you enjoyed today. I didn't, but uh, <laughs> that's as it goes as when it comes to United sometimes. Um, but we'll see, uh, next, see you guys next time out. So See you this week. Stay tuned. Be safe.